0: come devil follow, there we, yeah, we follow, like that black, launch follow, finger follow, never stop it. So the beast on the beast and no Who they rock with the chrome strikes, floss no no rings. This a natty, she's our queen. We go show the world who king. Boy in the day, black in the night. Who in
3: our... Welcome to another episode of Bengals and Brews. I am Dell Altman, joined by Greg Luther and our special guest today from Fanduel TV, Matt Hamilton. What's up? What's up, guys?
4: What's up? I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm excited.
3: Thank you for coming yeah. on.
4: Yeah, man. We're we're excited
3: to have you. Um, for anybody that may not know who you are and the long if you just look at your Twitter, it's just like bruh, I've been everywhere, man. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been lucky enough to get to get to try a lot of different things. So um so yeah, I'm working with Kay uh, now on Up and Adams on FanDuel TV. I was with Kay uh, from the beginning at good morning football when we launched back in 2016 and um yeah it's been it's been awesome just uh seeing her whole journey with this bengals fan base and um you know being being kind of along for the ride as that's all as that's all happened and um as this team has turned into you know a perennial contender in the afc now
3: yeah man that's awesome and then um Uh, with Kay, did you get to go when she was like the ruler of the jungle on that trip and everything as well?
4: I didn't get to go on that trip, unfortunately, um, and and <laughs> see all that chaos. But uh, but we were out at Bengals camp last week. And uh, to just see the reception that she got from from the fans and just hearing, you know, how much it meant to them that she talked about them on a the national stage when really no one was talking about this team yet and um, how much that, that meant to a lot of these fans and just – Hearing the stories about, you know, the, the level of disrespect that's been felt in Cincinnati from the national media and, um, you know, just learning about this fan base, seeing seeing, you know, a lot of you guys up close and personal and, and just how, how amazing this fan base is. And I think that's what's that's what's resonated to me throughout this whole thing. It's not just it's not just the passion for the team, but it's the positivity. I feel like this is an uplifting fan base that wants to celebrate its team, that celebrated city. And, um, you know, a lot of fan bases get toxic and they try to tear people down, tear each other down. And this Bengals fan base is not like that at all.
3: Now, I got to ask, you know, Kay, Kay has kind of jumped here with the Bengals. Are we are we getting you there? Kind of who's your team? Who's yeah. been your team? Do you <laughs> even have a team?
4: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I absolutely love this Bengals team. I was right along with her. Uh, for the rod actually uh i used to do my hammer time segment on good morning football I, I i picked the bengals to go to the super bowl that year at the midway point of the regular season oh, man. so i'm right there with you guys um you know i grew up i grew up a giants fan you can see the, the helmet there i worked for the detroit lions and their scouting department for a little bit so i like to see them do well and then um have some ties to jacksonville as well so you know I, at this point you know when you do what we've been doing for as long as we have, you know, you you get to know a lot of players on these teams. You get to know the people that work for these teams and you want, you know, you want the best for everybody. Um, But there are certain teams that definitely have my heart, Um, you know, and you probably still hate uh, the the Patriots. Definitely one of them.
3: You probably still hate the Patriots though, right?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I try to be fair, but you know, there are those teams that you grew up that, you know, were not your favorites and you know, that sticks with you. It does stick with you.
3: <laughs> so, Philly, you didn't like seeing Philly in the Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, that was, you know, that was tough. Uh, <laughs> even, I mean, that, 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 and that 2018 Super Bowl was, was really tough um, as someone who grew up in John fan because, you know, either the Patriots get another one or the, or the Eagles get their first in forever. So, you know.
1: Well, no matter. Um, i got to tell you something. No one's ever going to believe this. I should have bet on this. I said before the game when the Patriots had an undefeated season, I didn't want to see them win. I said, you know what? I'll just say Giants 17, Patriots 14, and that was the score. How much money do you think I could have won if I put that bet down on that Super Bowl? Oh,
3: man. dollar amount hits crazy. (laughs) I know Chop had like a $5 bet, and it was like $300 on the Ravens uh, playoff game last year.
4: Yeah. Yeah, no, that would have been that would have been thousands if you if you put money yeah. down on that one for sure. I mean yeah. nobody expected again, yeah. even at at the time I was uh I was still in college, I was at Missouri. Um I was working with this, as a student quarterbacks coach there um with Chase Daniel at the time and, and my dad actually uh he came out to Missouri to watch that Super Bowl with me and uh I didn't realize I thought it was just nerves for the game, but I had the flu. I had like a hundred and five degree fever oh, and I didn't realize oh, until after the game was over. <laughs>
1: You're dying um, in it, but you're just like you
4: You probably didn't even remember you had the flu. You were probably just so happy, right? Oh yeah, I told I blacked out afterwards. It was great, but yeah, it was, uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> no doubt.
3: But uh, you mentioned you were at camp UNK a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's seen that because uh, anytime time K's around, this fan base goes nuts, as you mentioned. But uh, you get to slide in a little low key. What did you uh, see at practice? Anybody stand out that maybe is not being talked about on national scene or in general, just general thoughts, both sides of the ball.
4: Yeah. I mean, you know, in general, um, you know, it's, it's glaring when, when Joe isn't out there practicing, Um, you know, it affects, it affects everything. I think, you know, you see, it it obviously affects the receivers. I think it affects the DBs and some of these reps too and getting their looks. Um, So I think that's one thing that stood out like you know, the backup quarterback competition was not looking great um, from what I saw. Uh, but uh, but no, just watching Jamar Chase go to work up close and personal. You know, I also – I still on the side, I coach high school football, coach quarterback. So, like, just really appreciating the level that these guys practice at, especially seeing a chase like that. Um, it also stood out to me watching uh, – Dax hill you see the athleticism it's really tantalizing and you can see this how high the ceiling can be right but you also see you know some of the stuff mentally a few mistakes happen here mm-hmm. and me- mentally technique wise that he needs to work on if he's going to play up to his ability but it was interesting to see in one-on-ones uh he was with the cornerbacks uh going up against wide receivers they're working him in the slot so i thought that was interesting i wonder if that's um, a sign of things to come as you know this defense kind of reshuffles after losing Jesse Bates and Von Bell.
3: Now, I know Greg's going to ask you about a specific player, a rookie that he had just fell in love with around draft time, and then we drafted him. And then he's just
1: the hype is okay you know, off the rails
3: at this point. So, uh,
1: if you know me well on Twitter, I was a huge fan of him coming in and going into the draft. He is a witness right here, Andre Yosibash. I wanted him like in the third or fourth round, we got him in the sixth round. I mean. Because you look at the guy, he was six foot three, ran like a four two. I don't think we need to question if he. No, he ran like a four four. You, four, there, four,
3: these four, four. stories. Okay, I, I got exaggerated. I got exaggerated.
1: You can see he's he corrected me. He's right. So he's right. I got a little excited there, mm. but no, I mean, I don't think we need to question his smarts or anything or what college he went to. So I mean, yeah. did you see? Did you notice anything from Yossi Bosch in practice?
4: Yeah, I mean, he flat. You see the size on display, the length, the catch radius, and. Uh, Everyone we talked to brought him up, everybody there, whether it was Jamar Chase, uh, whether it was Marissa Contepelli, everybody's talking about him. He's really flashed. He's really got people excited there that are watching him every day. And, uh, you know, while I saw a couple of the plays and a couple of the examples in one on ones, just hearing it's it's a a day in, day out thing.
3: Yeah, he's definitely a guy that's been talked about a lot. Greg never shuts up about him. Greg, so Greg lives in Cincinnati. I'm a couple of hours away. So Greg's at all these practices all the time. Uh, just, <laughs> it's The hype is real with him. And uh, obviously, he's not a bad-looking guy. I can say that without, uh, <laughs> you know, feeling any type of way. He's a good-looking guy. So he's also my 13-year-old daughter's favorite player at the preseason game. That was who she had her eyes on. So. Between Greg and my 13-year-old, that's all I hear about is Yosef <laughs> Another guy that I, that's impressed in camp and I thought flashed a little in preseason is DJ Turner. Did he stand out at all with you? Like his speed and closing speed is insane. Plus he just he sticks to these guys. I've kind of said his ball skills yeah. need to improve where he's in position, but he's not making the plays. But what were your thoughts seeing DJ Turner live?
4: Yeah, he looked really good too. And again, it's uh... – I think the DBs in general looked good. I think, uh, you know, maybe they looked a little bit better because of what was going on at quarterback. But <laughs> still, even just evaluating the coverage skills, seeing it, you know, DJ looks, looked pretty sticky in coverage. And here's another one, uh, DJ Reader singled him out specifically um, for how good he's looked during camp. And as somebody that we need to be keeping our eyes on, um, you know, with this new look secondary.
3: Awesome. Greg, you got anything Bengals-wise before I kind of branch out into AFC
1: North? So, uh, one one player I want to ask about particular. I know it's hard to kind of study linemen and camp offensive linemen. Jackson Carmen. I mean, he was supposed to. I mean, I we, we all knew that Jonah Williams was supposed to be the starting right tackle, but Jackson Carmen did a great job last year filling in for uh, for an injury, and he just looked lost out there. What what did he look like at camp to you? If
4: you did you notice anything with him? I didn't notice anything um, in particular at camp, but I, I I saw the struggles in preseason as well. And it was, uh, it was alarming to see because yeah, he seemed like he was turning a corner last year, but I do think overall, as you said, Jonah's slotted in, you know, after that trade demand with him slotting in to play that right tackle, I think is enormous. Uh, I think this is going to be the best offensive line that the Bengals have had in a really long time. Uh, you know, getting Orlando Brown, you know, he has his issues with with dealing with speed off the edge at times, yep. but he's still he, – he is a bona fide, legit, Pro Bowl-level yep. left tackle. Um, and I think, you know, getting to, you know Ted Karras on board and Kappa last year and, and mm-hmm. just giving these time these guys time to gel. Because you saw it last year too. It, you know, at the beginning of the season, they were still working on the communication and the things that offensive linemen need to work on to, to work together as a unit. It's hard to do that right out of the gates with so many new pieces. You know – Again, there's a been a reshuffling. It may not look dominant right out of the gates, but I think by the time we get to the, the second half of the season, this line is going to be one of the best lines in the league. Yep.
3: Um, all right, and before – so you mentioned no line. I'll kind of stick with that and Orlando Brown. I think you guys interviewed him, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, Greg's been fortunate enough to meet him a couple times as well, and I know like one of the first events he did in Cincinnati, um, Greg and another guy who does the show with us sometimes, he said – like Orlando bought pizzas for everybody. Like it's his event and he bought pizzas. And then after he signed for everybody, he stuck around and like just hung out and ate pizza with people. So I don't know. It seems like he's not only a good player on the field, but it seems like just a really great person off the field and student of the game. I don't know if any of that stood out to you when you guys talked to him.
4: Oh, yeah, definitely. He's he, he's the type of guy who just lights up a room when he walks into it. And uh, you could feel that just that warmth off of him right off the bat. And, uh, Ted Karras was the same way he came in. He, you know, we didn't get to interview him, but he, he came by to say, hi, gave us some Cincy hats, you yeah. know, um, <laughs> was just so, so awesome. Um, it really, and that's, what's special about this team too. It's the personalities, um, a DJ, DJ is another one, um, just a tremendous guy, tremendous locker room guy, um, and you could tell how much these guys, I know it might sound cheesy, but it, it really does matter how much these guys really do like each other. Um, th- this team is, is really tight-knit, and that shines through uh when you hang out around them. Now, if you guys get Ted
3: on, you better bring your game for Office Trivia. We were fortunate enough to have him on for about an hour and a half, and one of our guys, like, he missed the first one, and I swear it just pissed him off, and he was so locked in, yes. went, went, like, for the next nine weeks. And we were uh, doing that, just adding more money for uh, Village of Marici. We've done a lot of stuff with their charity. He's amazing. Matt from Cincinnati, I want to shout him out as always because yes. he's the man behind the scenes. Him and Ted's been buddies since high school. So that's incredible if you guys ever do a story on that, man. It's it's well worth it because those guys are great people, both of those guys.
4: Yeah, I know we definitely want to have him on the show at some point and, and be able to give some love and some spotlight to what he's doing and and definitely have to bring up some office trivia now. Yeah, Matt, you have to.
3: Yeah, Ted was it like it was an obscure thing we've seen on like YouTube. He was like in an office play. I don't think he had any lines, but it was when he was in New England. They had like a off Broadway play of the office. Really? And he had a like he got to be in that, but he just had like a role where he just stood there or something. But I guess he loved it. That's amazing. Like he said, uh he said like when he was first trying to make the team and like practice squad and this, that when he was first coming in, he just watched mm. the office over and over all the time when he was with New England. He's seen it like ten times
4: that's (laughs) amazing (laughs)
5: yeah it's
3: i couldn't like i had no idea any of those answers and he's just churning them out like nothing (laughs) but afc northwise uh always competitive always uh tough physical everyone always uses those words with the division um the ravens have added some weapons lamar jackson usually it's is he going to be healthy the Steelers with Kenny Pickett, is he going to take a step? The Browns are the Browns. They, I do think they're overall talented, but what are they going to get out of their quarterback position is always a big question still. So just what are your thoughts overall on the AFC North, and who would you have as the favorite as of right now?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's, it's going to be the most competitive division, top to bottom in the NFL this year for sure. And uh, I think, you know, you got to look at the Bengals as as the favorites with what they have coming back. Uh, with the consistency that they've shown, um, I mean, even when you look at the, the way they ended last year, the, the second half of the season, um, you know, they're, they were the best team. You know, they were playing like the best team in the NFL um, over the second half of last season. So uh, I think you have to give them the benefit of the doubt as the favorites. But the Ravens are going to be tough. Um, if Lamar is able to stay healthy for a full season now, um, he's got the best weapons that he's ever had at his disposal a new offensive system that I think is going to benefit him with Todd Monkin coming as the offensive coordinator. And I think so much was made about OBJ and what they've done offensively. You kind of forget too how much better that defense was once they made the Roquan Smith trade over the second half of last season, they were the number two defense in the NFL. And, uh, and I mean, we saw it in that playoff game. They kept them close. You know, the, the, they didn't have enough offensively to beat Cincinnati, but that defense kept that game really close and really uncomfortable. So uh, I think the Ravens are going to be a really tough out. And uh, I think the Steelers get totally overlooked too. It, it Pickett is still very much an unknown, um, but they've made this roster a lot better. The offensive line has improved significantly. You get Najee coming back healthy, not off a Liz Frank injury like last year. Uh, they're going to be, and you know, Mike Tomlin, that team is always going to be competitive. The Browns, I, I mean, what we saw out of Watson last year was abominable. Um, if he's not able to turn it around, I mean, they, it, you know, they're not going to have much of a chance in that division. Yep. It really is all going to hinge on him. We know they do have some talent elsewhere, uh, but it really is all going to hinge on him and uh, him finding his game again.
3: What I hated for the Ravens. It wasn't as much the OBJ signing as the Zay flowers draft pick. I think that guy is going to be
4: really, really good. Uh, the NFL. Like, yeah. He looks good, amazing so. so far in camp too. Like Every day there's a clip cut that comes out of him just breaking somebody off.
3: Yeah, and here's a question from the chat from Dustin. He's wondering, uh, Jackson Carmen, would you maybe if he sticks on the roster, he's clearly not going to be a starter, but an extra lineman, bring him in for heavy sets because the run blocking seems to be years, light years ahead of his pass blocking.
4: Yeah, definitely, and that's something that could give them a big advantage, and that, and that's that's also the benefit of having, you know, wh- with the with the upgrades they've made with the starters on this offensive line, they, they now have a lot of depth too. And you have guys that have started games for them and played well for them that are going to be, you know, rotating in or, or playing as an extra tackle. And I think Carmen is uh is a great candidate to be one of those guys.
3: Yeah. And then uh, depending when he gets healthy and if they're going to actually stick with his salary, I think Lael Collins is another guy that I would love to see Jonah Williams, Lyle Collins and Orlando Brown at your tackles. And I mean, Man. You need a, you need a yard at the goal line. You know, you got Lyle Collins and Orlando Brown potentially on the same side in a heavy set. That's a lot yeah. of man meat right there.
4: Yeah. That's a lot to have to deal with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, our buddy up here who comes on the show with us. Uh, <laughs> one of the important questions was like working with the queen of the queen city.
4: <laughs> I mean, it's been amazing. Um, you know um, she actually did say, I told her I was coming on the show. She said to say hi to everybody. Um, and, uh, she's hoping to get out to Cincinnati for, for a game this year again, uh, which would be amazing. And hopefully I'd be along for the ride there, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. You know, as I said, we go back to 2016 from the first day of good morning football. And, um, you know, we just developed that chemistry working together right out of the gates. And, um, you know, it's been, uh, you know, it was so hard to leave good good morning football, even after she left, you know, having been there from the beginning, I love working with everybody on that show. It's, you know, it was such a big part of my life, but you know, the chance to work with her again and and grow something new from the ground up and, and, you know, really grow something. That's her show, uh, was something I was really excited to be a part of. And, uh, it's been, it's been awesome so far to get to, to get to get back to work together and get to grow this show the way that we have so far.
1: Hey Matt. uh, So I gotta ask you in Cincinnati, I gotta ask you this. Have you been to skyline yet or graders or anything?
4: I haven't, I did get great graders was so amazing. They sent a truck to camp, gave us a whole box full of pints. Uh, (laughs) We handed them out to to kids that were there watching practice. Um, But I did, uh, I did get one for myself and I got to sample it. And it was unbelievable. Um, I wish we were there for longer. We were only there for, you know, less than 24 hours. So I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do, but I'm so, I'm so glad I got, I got graders. And also my flight landed right as the Reds game was ending. So I got to run over and get an Ellie De La Cruz jersey. So I knocked I those two back. things off my list. <laughs> yep. But uh, <laughs> but the next trip back, I got I to gotta branch out even more. It's different, man. That
3: cinnamon hits is just different. Like, cause I, I, like I said, I'm a couple hours away, so it's like we don't have Skyline here. But, you know, I've been to Cincinnati Ooh. a lot. I go to the games. But I literally just tried it, like, at the preseason game for the first time. And, it's, oh, and
4: just, I know, I, it's a little different. I know they're it's excited. Just, they're the they're the official sponsor now. They uh, yeah. you know, so they they have it. I actually walked by. We uh, we went to go see the uh, the Queen of the Jungle throne. Kay had to go back to her old stomping grounds. And as we walked <laughs> by, this I saw the skyline. Chili uh, stand there at the game, <laughs> or at the yeah. stadium.
1: Yeah, um, uh, oh, go go ahead, uh, but, but like I said, um, Kay Adams, she finally said one time. Why is everybody overlooking the Bengals last two years? Yeah. I mean, she said something that we that we all wanted to say for the longest time with, with, like, all these other reporters. Why is Kay the only one that sees this? I'm just so confused by that. Can you answer that for me? I mean, the, the Bengals, people just say, oh, it was a fluke. It is not a fluke when you make it to the Super Bowl and you came this close to going to the Super Bowl next last year. Yeah. It's just not a
4: fluke. And, it, and it's not a fluke when you have that quarterback. No. You know, uh, <laughs> Even as the roster starts to turn over, you know, because inevitably, you know, when you pay him, you're going to lose some – he's going to keep that team relevant every single year. And I think there's this thing that happens sometimes with the media, you know, having – you know, I was with NFL Network for 12 years and now doing this, that, uh, you know, there are certain people at the top that think you have to talk about certain teams to get people to watch your shows. And I think that's absolute BS. um i've always thought that was absolute bs i don't care if the team's the 32nd market or the number one market like you you have to talk about who deserves to be talked about based on their play on the field Mm -hmm. not by the market size and uh that's something i've always really strongly believed in that's something i know Kay is really strongly believed in so whether it's the bengals whether it's the jaguars if you deserve love you're getting your love and uh i don't care you know again we 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 hadn't talked about new york for a while because new york didn't deserve to be talked about for a while um so i think that's something we really try to you know make sure the teams that deserve the love are getting the love and we're not going to let you know concerns about rating or whatever else they think you need to do on television to to be successful kind of drive what we talk about we want to talk about what deserves to be talked about
1: absolutely
3: and while we have you for a few more minutes, I kind of want to open up a little more uh, league-wide. It doesn't have to be AFC, NFC, whatever. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have bounced around to a few different camps. So um, if what what's a team that maybe is being overlooked right now that based on watching them in person that you think might be on the rise that
4: people aren't really seeing or talking about too much? The, the most interesting team to me that we visited um, that really isn't being talked about a ton for, for what's going on on the field is the, the Washington Commanders. Um, the overhaul with the Dan Snyder sale.
5: <laughs> they have to
4: improve I-
3: just from getting rid of him, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. And I think people forget like because they finished last place in the NFC East because it was a brutal division. They sold, they, won, they were 8-8-1 last year. It's not like they were some horrible team. Um, And that was with subpar quarterback play. Everybody that we talked to there is really excited about Sam Howell. They're talking about the accountability that the enemy's brought there. Um, He's a hard ass. And I think some guys are having a difficult adjustment to it. But uh, I think overall it's going to be a good thing for that team. And watching Chase Young in practice, oh, my God. Um, He looks as good as he's ever looked I, he was never fully healthy last year at any point we were talking to him a little bit about that too but you get him back at that level i mean he's a defensive player of the year caliber player um and they already had the number three defense last year even without him being anything close to himself when he was on the field he obviously missed a ton of time too um but i like what they have going on there it's just that division so tough i don't know if i could say they're gonna make the playoffs but i think they're gonna be a really tough team and i think. They're building this thing up the right way now. So even if it doesn't happen this year, I, I would expect within the next three years, they're going to be a, a real contender in the, in the NFC, assuming Sam Howell is able to to work out. Now,
3: this is one I don't think you guys went clear to Seattle to camp, right? No, we didn't. <laughs> but that's a team to me on paper. If you just look at their roster after that Russell Wilson trade, They seem stacked. Do you have any thoughts uh, along with Seattle on that? Because I've just been banging that drum for like a few months because you look at their roster and it's like if Geno plays somewhat solid, as he did last year even, I'm just like up and down that roster, they have built just a phenomenal squad on both defense and all the weapons that he has, adding Jackson Smith and Jigba, obviously this year to already a good wide receiver core.
4: Yeah, and and adding Devin Weatherspoon opposite uh, Tariq Woolen, who was a, a standout rookie corner last year. So, uh, you have to give a ton of credit to Pete Carroll and John Schneider for building the way they've rebuilt this roster. I mean, last yeah. year's draft they didn't miss, and I don't think I think this year's draft might be just as good, um, which is crazy. You're right. I think uh, they're going to be a really tough out. They get Bobby Wagner back in the fold now too. He's the type of guy he's going to make everybody on that defense around him better. Um, because he's just such an instinctive and smart player. Uh, so, yeah, they're definitely a team to watch. They're still, you know, while I think Gino, I don't think it was a fluke at all what Gino did last year, you still wonder exactly what the ceiling is with him. Uh, but with the way they've upgraded this offensive line, the run game, they're really, you know, they're not going to put too much, I don't think, on his shoulders. And uh, if the defense is able to improve, I think that's going to be the key for them is getting this defense back to an elite level. The, the defense really struggled last year overall. But getting Wagner back, getting Witherspoon in the mix, uh, getting Jamal Adams back—if he's a—we don't know what he has left um, after all the injuries he suffered. But if that defense can turn it around, they can make a run in the NFC for sure.
3: I just thought the scout side—you said you were a scout before in the scouting department—the scout side of you when you look at that roster is just like, wow.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you look at those drafts, it's like, yeah, every pick—it was like. Last year, good value, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. every pick, yeah, and this year again. Um, even getting you know the Charbonnet pick made people scratch their heads because they had Kenneth Walker there. But you get two running backs that are that good, and I think you know we've seen P. Carroll wants to build this offense around the run game. We saw it with Russell when they were at their best, um, and we're seeing it with Geno. This is you know they're gonna ground and pound you and hit you with play action with all those talented receivers, and they're gonna be they're gonna be tough, they're gonna be a headache to defend for yeah, sure, for sure.
3: Um, Greg, you got you, one or two more questions here, and we'll get them out of here. We said a half an hour, so I'll let you kind of cap it out here with the Bengals, whatever, Lake-wide and whatever you want to do.
1: Um, so the Raven, we were kind of talking about the Ravens. They just signed Clowney. Should that would that make you nervous at all in any way? Adding, adding Clowney to Baltimore was that today? I they know? just signed Clowney? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I mean, Clowney. You know, that definitely makes you better. That definitely adds depth. I don't think Clowney's ever become quite the dominant force that people expected him that to be. Michigan him game he's, he's never lived up to
3: that Michigan play never
4: yeah exactly but he's still really solid and again and also you know you put him out there against the run against the pass he's he's good he's equally good at both um really you know really and I don't think he gets enough credit because it's not the flashiest thing you know while he doesn't rack up the huge sack numbers he holds that edge as well as anybody. Um, and he's such a good run defender, and I don't think that really gets enough credit. So he's definitely going to make them better. I don't think that's something that says, that like tips the scales to me at all. But uh, yeah, I mean, anytime you add depth up front, it's it's a win. So that's uh, you know, it's a it's a big move for the Ravens.
1: Uh, one final question: We know, I think we all know, Joe's going to get signed soon. My question to you is This will T gets will the Bengals extend T Higgins before the season starts?
4: That is a great question. And, uh, I think from what I heard, you know, just the chatter around, around the building there, uh, I think T wants to be there. Uh, I think whatever Joe gets done, I think he wants to try to help keep T there. However, they structure this thing. Um, so I don't know if it's going to get done before the season, but I think it's something that you know. I know a lot of people you know are looking at it as oh, for you know, foregone conclusion that he leaves. Maybe why don't you trade him if you're going to let him walk? But I think they really do genuinely want to work something out long term. And this is my thing. This is this might be the best team that they have in the Super Bowl window for a little bit. Go all in. Do not trade. I've been saying it from the beginning when all those rumors started. Do not trade D Higgins. You play out this year with him. You make your push for a Super Bowl. And if you and in worst case scenario you lose him and you get a really good compensation pick, you franchise tag him a year, or you franchise tag him a year. So, yes. but even if you do lose him, you get a really good compensation pick. You're not losing him for nothing. Um, but you take your chances, you roll the dice, you try to extend him, but you push for that Super Bowl this year, full mm-hmm. speed ahead.
3: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, uh, Matt, just tell the people where they can find you personally. Obviously everybody knows up and Adams, but you can plug whatever you want here, hear <laughs> <laughs> me.
4: Yeah. So you can find me uh, on Twitter, Matt Hamilton, 25. And, uh, yeah, as you guys talked about up and Adams fan TV, we're also, we're going to start going live on YouTube. Um, Soon, we we did a little trial yesterday while we were interviewing Sean Payton, so you could see Kay what's going on during breaks. You could see all her uh, insanity that goes on during breaks. You could see her talking to the guests during breaks. Um, so you know and, and you can send in your comments questions live and she's going to see them so I think that's going to be a really fun element to add to the show um, because it'll get you a little more insight into her personality and, and how she operates which is obviously really fun and uh, yeah I think that's going to be really exciting for us.
5: Hey man we appreciate your time man. Hey, thank you so much
1: see Thank you.
5: you guys so much for
1: having me this is great. Thanks. Thank you
5: See you. Good, good dude right there
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
3: You got nothing now. You're just like, okay. no, no, I'm no, not okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk to you. You don't want to talk to me? Our chat's like so quiet. I expect more questions from the chat. I was gonna say yeah, what? It's just like a down Friday, like,
1: yeah. What the heck? Well, Everybody you know, behind
3: on? the curtains. Joe was supposed to be on this interview with Craig. He had a work emergency about 15 minutes prior. I don't. When I seen it, there was like 15 minutes. I think the right. message was earlier. I. Wasn't on my phone. Luckily, I was able to leave work a few minutes early. I did not plan on being on here till around this time. I was going to come on when the interview was over. Luckily, I was able to rush home and get on here. Yeah, Greg, about- don't even know how to start the show. No, the I didn't show. know how to
1: start the show. I look at my, I'm like, uh oh, I, I,
3: I'm about to be
1: thrown in the pit of fire here. And all
3: yeah, that Derek was going to have to hop on, start the show while he was leaving work, and leave Greg on here solo, and then hop in from his vehicle. Yeah, but yeah. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank I you. Had a, I had a sprint down here, and I said, I got to rescue my baby because this show is my baby. And I cannot have Derek with some shitty ass audio interviewing a guy like Matt Hamilton who works with Kay Adams on a daily basis. Kay Adams at least heard the name of our show. That's pretty huge, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, I was coming on this show today, and she said to say hi. Not like she knows who the fuck we are or what the show is, but she heard the name of the show.
1: That's awesome. That's all I need to hear. That's awesome, man. That was awesome,
3: man. I didn't realize that he did what come from a scouting background. That that is even cooler to me because you know how obsessed I am with all things draft and scouting and this and that. So honestly, he just rose like a hundred levels higher in my personal love because. I love anybody that, like, puts that time and effort in to, to try to – just get. like, he did it on a professional. I did it on a very, very true level, but
1: uh, – Dale, you're breaking up, buddy. Of course. Of course. Dale. Greg. Dale, I can't hear you, buddy. You're breaking up. <laughs> Dale. I'm sorry, man. You froze, buddy. Sorry, bud. Well, I guess I'm here for by myself right now. Well, like I said, Matt did such a great job. I mean, just such great insight he had. I work with him. Mean, I just had to ask that question, you know, to Kay, you know, like Kay finally just came out and said, "Why is is everybody sleeping on the Bengals these last couple of years? What do they have to do to get everybody's attention?" I mean, she said something that every that needed to be said that we the fans were just we were just questioning. I just and I had to ask Matt that question. Matt just totally agreed. He, I mean, it, it's just ridiculous, you know? I mean, I'm sorry. It's not a coincidence. You make it to the Super Bowl and you were so close to being the Super Bowl year before. I'm sorry. That is no coincidence. That is no fluke. I don't care what, what anybody tries to explain or tell me. There is simply no excuse at all for for any of that, you know? So I'm so glad I got to ask that question. You know, obviously, you know, my, my buddy Yossi Bosch, he has just been tearing it up at camp. And, look, I was, I am surprised as much as you all are. I was never expecting it myself. I was a huge fan of Yossi Bosch going into the draft. I, I, I didn't, I I said to myself, we probably have to pick up third or fourth round. We got him in the sixth round. That's why I got so excited. I mean, and the cool thing I really got excited is we don't have to rush him or anything. And Yossi Bosch, I am, I am shocked just like all you are. I mean, I'm happy as heck, but I'm, I'm still shocked like you all are. What's up, Arrow? How you doing, buddy? What's up, brother? Uh, you know, just taking over the show at Dale's Computer Pro, so I'm going solo right now. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm here. I'm ready to rock and roll. What's going on? How was the, huh? how's the uh, interview? Oh, the interview was awesome. So I don't know if you were listening or not, but Kay did. She So Matt did say that Kay said to tell us hi and all that. So I thought that was pretty cool, you know?
5: Yeah, that's, that's awesome.
1: Did you, you listen know, to the interview? Haven't,
5: I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. I uh, I'm more of a podcast form listener myself.
1: No, I hear you. So we got to ask our fair. Oh, go ahead.
5: No, i was just laughing.
1: No, but I mean, we. No, we got to ask our fair share of questions. But I asked the. You know, I, 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 I asked Matt the question. You know, Kay said something that we all that that she said the smartest thing ever. Why is everybody overlooking the Bengals in the last two years? Am, am I right to say that Kay Adams is like the only reporter that that that, that, that like believes in the Bengals? I mean, Kay, like Matt, Matt, Matt even agree with me and all that. He says it, it is no fluke. That you you make the Super Bowl and sh- almost made the Super Bowl year before. H- how do you call that team a fluke for two years, right?
5: Yeah, I know it's it's pretty crazy how, and, I mean you've got guys in uh, I, I forget what that Mike Wright or not Mike Wright whatever that guy's name is that uh, mm-hmm. he's always he's always talking shit on the Bengals, calling the defense oh, you like know, no superstars and this and that and I mean I just I think there's a there's a lot of a lot of hate towards the Bengals and I'm not really
1: sure the reason why. It's probably because that, you know, a lot of times when people are wrong about something, they don't, they're embarrassed. That makes them look, you know, foolish and all that. So they try to do everything they can to say, Oh, well, you know, it was because of this. This was lucky. This was luck. I have a I have buddies. I have a buddy of mine who hates the Bengals. He finally admits that They're good. But you know, even he'll say at times, Oh, it's a fluke. I mean, stop, just stop it. What's this? Dale, how you doing, buddy? You want us to leave again, Greg? Or you no, 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 I just, no, 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 no. Thank God you guys are here. I mean, I just did have said what I, I just had, I had to keep the show going. So. Yeah, I,
5: I deal with a lot of people like that and where I work, you know, instead of, no. instead of being wrong, they just double down on that they were right. And they just, for some reason, they can't, they can't, you can't hide from the truth, you know? No.
1: What are we talking about? We were talking about how I asked uh, him that question about why is Kate the only one that believes in the Bengals? However, people keep saying it's a fluke with the Bengals. And where you go? Oh, I thought still up again. Okay. I'm
3: still here. We're just, I want to be double Tigers. It's okay. Like but, two but, tiger, it's like two tiger titties in your face in the middle of them.
1: <laughs> and that's oh, okay. I, I wouldn't have thought of anything else. But um, yeah, yeah, that's but, like but, a but, dream come true. But Matt didn't didn't that pretty much agree with like with all that? Like Matt even says himself that it it's no fluke when you have Joe Burrow quarterback, right?
3: Exactly, and that's the truth. Like, you got a stone cold killer coming in, and you gave us no chance
5: to be decent. Yeah, I hear it. Yeah, I and even uh, Dan Ward was talking on on his podcast today that I can't remember the guy he was interviewing, but said the, the Bengals weren't even the top in the division with having the most amount of wins due to their stats. And apparently they they put millions of whatever they're called together, run millions of simulations. And apparently the Cleveland Browns are the ones that have the statistical best chance of winning the division. Derek, you actually sound pretty good today. Are you driving yeah.
3: You sound better than uh Jeff when he after he fucked up his uh microphone yesterday and sounded like he was in the bathroom.
5: <laughs> Man, I was I was listening to that and the whole time I just wanted to I wanted to pop in there, but I was of course I was listening to it on the podcast for him. I'm like, dude, just go to your settings and reset everything.
3: Well, I went to put him in the background and then he's like putting his arms up like, Well, I can't tell if I'm fixing it and I'm thinking, Why don't you yeah, like you know, like you're saying, like, me, I just restart my computer or something.
1: Yeah. Oh, the oh, ice, man. man. Yeah, you
3: gotta love it. You gotta something. Well, boys, we got a
1: game tonight. Hell yeah, we do.
3: Who has Paramount <laughs> Plus? They want to slam in their fucking
5: password. Yeah. <laughs> I've it's got funny. it, but I I could honestly not even tell you. Sarah set all that up. I don't, I'll have to ask her what the password is.
1: Uh, so, I got a question to you guys. Cincy James put up a very interesting poll. Are you guys going to watch the Reds game, the Bengals game, or both? Bengals. Me too. Bengals. Yeah,
3: I was going to say, this is Bengals all the way. If I can uh, watch it. If not, I
5: won't be watching neither. Yeah, well, I love the Red Legs, but they are just basically a placeholder for me for football. Yeah. Yes. That's the answer, Chris. Yes. hmm <laughs>
3: Um yeah, I was but, excited I wasn't gonna come on till four and I was gonna like party for an hour and then I had to rush. Like no, it did work out. It did work out that I was able to, to get earlier and I thought I would be able to,
0: but
5: yeah. And he was he was awesome. I mean he was awesome.
3: I didn't know he was with Kay the whole time, you know, so he was at good morning football for several years. Yeah. I mean the scout scab- yeah, I, I he's- I told Greg he had my heart when he said he was a scout. in the yeah, scout scout for
5: Detroit. Yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a man of many talents, that's for sure. Were you listening to it? No, I, I told Greg I haven't had a chance to listen to it. I, I'm more of a podcast listener myself. Well, he
3: said, I told Kay I was coming on here. So I said, when it ended, I said, Greg, Kay's at least heard the name of our show. So you don't know what the <laughs> hell it is or who we are. But it's something. <laughs> but yeah. It's something. I love it. I mean, we're basically, I think, best friends now. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. was well, cool. interesting, Arrow, is, is Dale asked a question. Of the, of the other teams you visited, what team do you see coming out of nowhere being good? And I think this – I don't speak for Dale, but this got my – this this shocked me completely. He says keep an eye on Washington. He honestly Yeah, said. that one I did not. That one
5: left field. Because Sam Howell, I still don't really fully believe in. I I was about to say they done signified that that Sam Howell was going to be their starting quarterback. It'll be interesting to see because I I really didn't like him a whole lot coming out. But, I mean, with Ron Rivera, it'll be interesting to see what what he can do. Well, his
3: his reasoning was they went, you know, 8-8 and one or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that was with subpar quarterback play also. And he said and Chase those, Young was a
5: maniac when they watched practice. I I like, did see some of those practices. He's looking a lot healthier and a lot better. And they've got Eric Bieniemy now too. No,
1: they said Eric Bieniemy is very intense. They said he he is like getting on his players big time. Eric Bieniemy, I think you know, I think like this is his. He knows this is his year to prove. Hey, I can be a head coach. Yeah, I agree.
3: Yeah, for sure. And Jolly says, the Reds are still playing? Yeah.
1: They're two and a half games out, I think. Well, me and shop so are going to the game tomorrow night. I forgot I committed this game, but the cool thing about tomorrow night's game is Hunter Green does come back.
3: Now, I think Dustin brings up a good point here because it is starting to concern me. Ohio State is doing a game on Peacock. I have Peacock right now. But are you concerned for how the future will look like for streaming <laughs> in the NFL? I can't stand another app. Yeah, there's. it's broken down to... 20 apps now and then you got to purchase every app but games on this app but games on that app like yeah it's just you can't do it you know now they're cracking down on the password sharing and this that and the other because they know like hey that's how people are getting by to even do this shit hey I'll share my mm-hmm. password and you share yours of this one
5: yeah what do you think yeah was- bunch of corporate greedy assholes well if- if you're gonna to wanna to pay these players and they're just getting richer and richer every year, you're gonna to have to figure out some way to do it. So I guess this is the this is the
3: new way. Yeah, the networks pay the money and the networks get their money. I don't know. And then the networks yeah. compete for the rights and if you the more networks you get involved, the more money you get. The higher the bids. Yeah. Greedy fucks. <laughs> I mean, don't they know how poor we are? They don't care about us. Oh, they, they don't care. care. It's like Scrooge McDonald's
5: swimming in their fucking money pits and their fucking <laughs> gold coins. So who are you guys most excited to watch tonight? I know you guys talked about this a little bit uh, last night's show, but as far as the Bengals go, are, who are you most, most excited to, to watch today?
1: Uh, do, I, do you really need to ask me that
5: <laughs> I guess not, Greg. I guess not. Do you, think on you, defense, get, Greg,
1: do you On defense, Greg, on oh, defense. Oh, um, defense? Um well, you know what? For defense, I mean, the safeties actually obviously looked impressive last week. I, I might have to say the safety, but a one person I want to see do something is Miles Murphy. I want to see Murphy show up more this time.
3: I, I agree with point. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't know. DJ Turner, right? Cheeto's not going to play. He's going to be with the first team. You know, mm-hmm. and does he stand out while he's in there with the first team? Because I would, I would think, and. If I was Atlanta, I'd probably be going at the rookie instead of going at CTB, who second year guy, but still, he's proven. He proved himself in the playoffs, even. Yeah, and Hilton's been in the league for a long time, so do you? Are they going to try to pick on Turner? And there's a chance for Turner then to maybe make some plays. I think either way, he's solidified. He's probably the first corner in the game. I don't know his ability in yeah. the slot, but. I don't know. I would still think, hey, if you got the talent. I don't know. I still think. I read something the other day about Jalen Davis, finally. He had an interception. It's like, oh, this is quietly why he's always Mike Hilton's backup. That was a Jeff Hobson article. Shout out to Hobson.
5: Um, Shout out to Hobbs. But it's true,
3: right? And that's why I've got kind of, everybody forgets about Jalen Davis, but I always mention him when we talk cornerbacks because it's just like, well, we got this guy, this guy, this guy like, yeah, but Jalen's probably going to make it because he's probably the first guy in if Hilton goes down. And people are like, well, can't Turner do that? I, we don't know, right? Yeah. He's been playing boundary in practice. Like, I would almost like to see him play some in the slot. Maybe he plays mm-hmm. early on the boundary, and then they, you know, for a couple series with the starters, and move him into the slot for a while. What do you guys think?
5: Yeah, Who I agree. I, I, I think it'll be interesting to see because I think he's a – I think he can be a versatile player, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what he can do in the slot. Because, uh, or do they do they go to more three safety sets if if something happens to Mike Hilton? And that's that's kind of where I was going. Is I'm I'm really excited to see Nick Scott and see this the safety room in general.
1: Well, Derek, uh, to point that out, I, I was listening to Goodberry, and he said what he saw one time in practice. They had. Dax Hill in the Trey Flowers role. They had Nick Scott yep. playing the deep safety, and DJ yep. Turner. At times they were doing three safeties where they took, where they replaced, where they took out. Uh, oh, God. who was one the, the linebacker? Okay, um, Pratt. Pratt. They took Pratt out and put in Battle in place of Pratt. At times, I was a little shocked because I thought Battle would have been the Trey Flowers role, but no, there's there, and they would have played uh, what's his name, uh, Dax Hill more in the deep safety role.
5: Yeah, and, that, and that's one thing that, and I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, Greg, because I I saw it too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when he's talking the Trey Flowers role, he's not saying that that is only going to be his job. He's saying that whenever they put in that role, because of Dax Hill's versatility, he can roll over to that position. Right. So you'll be seeing Dax Hill on 100% of the snaps. It's just trying to get him
3: in, in there more right. with, in different positions yeah, yeah. now Jolly says would it would be unheard of to run a four safety set I mean Prom, probably yeah. but um I guess the way it would be is if like you know you got someone down injured in the slot position so then Dax is basically starts to play slot corner and then they're also still running some of the three safety looks at that point maybe you have the four top safeties on the field. But I don't think it would be like a four safety set per se. Yeah, that's one. That would that's be just those, playing uh, slot corner.
0: The,
5: yeah. yeah, and that's what the uh, that's the drop eight and coverage kind of thing. Maybe you see something like that, and uh, you know, on teams like Mahomes or quarterbacks like Mahomes, and maybe not necessarily Josh Allen because he's still got that run threat. But these teams that are a you know a huge threat passing the ball. You could see them dropping more back to to fill up the coverage lanes. Well, or wouldn't what, what you want DJ Turner in there more if we're spreading it out? Because like
3: Ken's saying, you know, more spread passing game. He thinks the four safety looks coming, but to me personally, I would rather DJ Turner be out there if they're spreading it out with wide receivers, especially. Yeah, give me DJ Turner on the field with Cheeto and uh, Cam Taylor Britt.
5: Yeah, we can no, see I, that. I, I, give me the best cover guys. You know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. I especially remember. on like a, in like the fourth quarter, two minute drill down by six, you yeah, know, yeah. where the team's got to march down the field. You're going to want to have as many people out there to protect the passing lanes as possible.
1: What's your guys take on, uh, on Pratt? I obviously kind of like, you know, that they went, not Pratt, um, uh, Miles Murphy. Obviously it's a crowded pass room, which you want to have. What's your guys take on Murphy going in on third downs in interior. I'm not against it. I see why they're doing it. I just don't know if him being too big of a guy that may, may be a disadvantage to him lining up in, in the inside. Am I right for saying that? Or could that, could that easily, could that happen with that a good thing? He did that in college, right? Right
5: now. I, I thought he did sure. some of that in college. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm not against it. I mean, get your guys out there. And get them yes. you know, I Want the best pass rushers out there. And if, if he's one of the best pass rushers, which I don't necessarily think he is yet, but if he That's is, It's starting
3: is. to seem like this may almost be more of a redshirt year. I know under Zach Taylor we haven't really seen those like we used yeah. to under Marvin had basically been oh like every God. year, whether it was injury yeah. or Marvin just wouldn't play the rookies that no.
5: Zach does well, play the
3: rookies, but – Especially we early with, I could, with Dax, I, though, I could honestly see Murphy being inactive for some of these games, you know, like yeah. a healthy scratch, maybe just depending. Like, because it depends who they keep, obviously. But if Osai's coming on to you know, if Tufele makes it and Tupo still makes it, and it's especially if it's like, okay, this is more of a run, which Murphy can play against the run, but I don't know, I just we haven't seen enough out of him yet, right? Whether he's a first-round pick, a second, third, fourth, it's not even that. We just haven't seen enough flashes. But, hey, maybe that but, all changes tonight, right?
1: Yeah. To fail, yeah. don't sleep on him. I, I, I've i heard he's been doing really well at camp. I've heard they like him a lot. So that's why pointed that out to I think someone told me at camp that he's been really looking good. I think he showed – and they said he was in the backfield a lot that preseason game. So he was. Keep, keep an eye on him right now. That's another guy I'd, I want to see. You know, what, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. That's another guy I want to see more of tonight. You know, see if he can keep it up still.
5: Dominic Davis, if we're continuing with the d League, like. yes. Does does he earn, I want, does this, he earn his I want butt? this guy to make it so bad. I want him to make it so bad because I need that jersey. But, no, I, wouldn't it have to be Tupo going? And they just they seem to
3: love Tupo. Like he's one of those guys. Like, yeah, that just is always here. You know, it's kind of like Stanley Morgan. They earned their way, but once they make it here, it's like, okay, are you really going to get rid of this guy? Because they just love him so much. How hard he worked to get there.
5: Yeah, he's he's Jake Lisco's freaking man crush ever since he tackled Lamar Jackson in the the open field. So
1: yeah, well, well, no, he had four pressures last week, and the reason, and he was a big reason. He was the big reason why Tyson Anderson had that pick six because he got to the quarterback. So yeah, no, Dominic Davis, man, I mean. He's and a level recovery,
3: Greg. On top of all that,
1: yeah, yep. you know, exactly. I mean, the guy was in the USFL. I didn't even know who he was. I mean, but no, no, Lou and Arumo, is a big fan of him. I, I, but I, I, the
3: thing good. is, he's not young. He's like twenty-seven uh-huh. or twenty-eight. Right. It's kind of the same thing we talk about with Hudson. Yes, you know, we like Hudson yeah. at tight end. And is he is he back healthy? Is he out? That's another thing too. Because I would love
5: to see him out there again and see what he can do. I never. Hudson. Yeah, I never saw the inactives list yet, but last thing I saw was he was still in uh, concussion protocol. So there's, chances are he's probably out for this week. Yeah, if he's still been in concussion
3: protocol toward up to the game, he's yeah. probably not playing. You definitely err on the side of caution with that. I mean, especially we saw firsthand with Tua,
5: how yeah, scary yeah. that was. Yeah, exactly. And Derek, yeah. I, Derek, I gotta
1: ask you this, man. When I was at camp a couple days ago, I finally got to compare my voice to coach stuff because you—you were the one that pointed it out to, that my voice sounded like him because you tagged me. I'm like, man, what's what the hell's Derek talking about? When I listen to it, I'm like, holy crap, I, that really does sound like me. And Dude, he—he he said himself. I didn't get this on the recording, He said that I, that was legit, man. Just so you know, buddy. It's because you bring the energy, BSG. Yeah, no, he wasn't as energetic. Like, you know, he barely said they got to play us. But, you know, because Dale even said, Greg, you said why does it that you sound better than he does himself in that saying? But, no, no, I mean, but still, man, that, that was one of – I never thought that was going to happen. We got to have to come
3: over. That was awesome, though. Our buddy Dustin said a little earlier on another player he was looking forward to because Greg obviously always mentioned Joshi any chance he gets. But Charlie uh, Jones – I almost said Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Like, I'm thinking fucking Dave Chappelle show. <laughs> yeah. But uh Charlie Jones, Chuck Sizzle, uh, if he can bounce back, because honestly, I thought he did not play well at all. I know he's dealing yeah. with the torn labrum or whatever, but mm-hmm. still, if he's going to play on it, you still want to see him be able to play on it and not suck ass on it. Otherwise, yeah. shut him down, right? Like, if it's bothering exactly. him.
5: So, yeah, I don't know what a surgery on that, how many weeks you would be out or not, but I mean, you're talking possible IRs. IR, so As, the, if he's gonna play on it, he's got to be able to. He's got to be able to do the thing that the whole reason why we drafted him, right? Yeah, we need a medical expert. You know,
3: that's like okay, if he re-injures this, you know, what's the yeah. risk of re-injury, and then what could the severity be? compared to could he rest this and get it how healthy, or is it a surgery and shut down for the season thing? So they're just trying what? to make him play through it because they don't want to shut him down for the season. Because who yeah. who do you put in the slot then if Chuck Sizzle is, is Trent Taylor now making the team again
5: somehow, some way? Who plays slot if it's well, Chuck have, Sizzle and they have them? them. They had Trent Irwin in the slot in the playoff game and he was kind of their their next guy up and he he didn't really play that. I mean, obviously it's a huge step down no matter what when you're talking from Tyler Boyd, but He's I better think, outside, right? Probably, yeah, much better,
3: yeah. And the, to me that's a way like that's another reason maybe you would keep a Chris Evans as your fourth running back. Mhm. And and hey, maybe he could Play slot wide receiver. I don't.
5: I wish they would experiment a little bit more with I, that. I yeah. think what what you would see happen is if something like that were to happen, I think you would see a lot more Uno in the slot.
0: Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if
5: if something were to happen to Boyd, because, Trenton's uh, outside with Higgins. Yeah. Or you they would they would still rotate him. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard him.
1: Hey, I got but no, I, I tell you what, in Trenton Irwin's defense, every time I go there, that he's just making plays. I mean, Yosifov's making plays with so Trenton Irwin, man, is making one-handed catches. Hats off to Trenton Irwin right now. He's, he's like, look, I know I have to make this scene, but there's a crowd room. Trent Irwin is proving every bit he deserves to be on this oh, team. Oh, for sure. No one's he's taking his
3: spot. And we no, said no, 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 he could I'm have been a trade. No, 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 I agree, because we, we said, we speculated that. Mm-hmm. Yoshi making yeah. all these plays. Does Trenton, is he a trade candidate? No. What? The answer is no. Like I mentioned yeah. that several times. Answers. I'm answering myself. No, Dale. Shut the fuck up, Dale. <laughs> uh, but Ken says does uh, Chris Evans finally break one? He said again this week. But I'm thinking break one, like break one, break one, like an 80 yarder to the actual house. Oh
5: he man, it's a big run. Yeah. What do you guys? Think? He's got the. He's got the speed. He's got the burst. He's got the shiftiness. He just got to break through that hole. He's got to have that vision. That's the last step, I think, and. It vision didn't look too bad last week, so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. They say Joe Gobber always just says he
3: they don't know where he's running and it causes holdings and this, that, and the other cause the line he don't stay in like the what's called. Mm-hmm. And I mean as fans we're like, hey, we like to see right. the big place. But I don't know. Great. Yeah. Your thought first. Your thoughts on Evans? Then we'll get into the next one. Yeah. You, you know,
1: Evans. They, they gave him a lot of chances. He made some plays. I mean, Chase Brown. He did okay too with the receiving. But you know, Evans. I mean, you know, he just seems like he'd be he'd be great. But I I I still don't know what to say about this. You know. I mean, they're giving him chances, so we'll see. But um, will they keep four running backs on the roster? I don't know. It's a good yeah. question.
3: And then this uh, Kwame Lasseter continues just to be productive in the preseason. He was last year. He has been again. And he's saying production is better than anything else. I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a spot for him. No. But I would love to get him on the practice squad again this year because I do think spots are going to open up. Especially, we think this is probably Boyd's last season. Stanley Morgan, at some point, whether it's this year that he's cut or something, I don't know how many more years we have standing. Not that he's been expensive. Maybe he does come back. And then Trenton, at some point, if he's able to produce again at times throughout the season, like last year with his four touchdowns, I imagine somebody's going to pony up some money for him to be like a
5: receiver, wide receiver two or three, and at least attempt yeah. mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many how many wide receiver fours in the NFL last year? And I don't have – the ability to look it up, but scored four touchdowns, not only in a season, but within a few games. Yeah, and it's like, you know,
3: it's Chase, Boyd, Higgins, and then you got a guy like that and come in and just – he he just makes plays. He did it the year before, and, like, he barely got targets, but we he made the biggest of plays. It was like, what was yeah. that, the Jaguars uh, Thursday night game? Mm-hmm. Two yep. years ago, and he made that huge catch because we were like losing that game forever. Mm-hmm. But he made a big play, and it was like, "Oh, Trent and Irwin, baby!" You know.
1: No, he came in. Yeah, I got
3: one last. Every time, time
1: he gets guys.
5: opportunities, he shows up.
1: Yes, he does.
5: Go ahead, yep. Derek. I got one last question for you guys, and then I gotta. Um, I'm about to pull up to where my kids are, where I'm getting my kids from the center. So, how many? How many series do you want to see the defense, the first ones out there? Because one of the things that I was interested in seeing was, does Jermaine Pratt play on third down? And I don't think if you only get one series, I don't think you're really going to get to see that. But Yeah, we're not going to have
3: any clue on that. I think I I say I want to see. I I don't know. I'd want to see maybe two or three personally, because they're not going to play next time. But we're yeah. going to see one. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Quarter,
1: yeah. At the most, two, in my opinion. Yeah.
3: And then offense, they already said they're not playing, right?
1: No. Yeah.
4: There's no need to. Yeah, I saw that.
3: I, yeah, I, we talked about, I don't, Derek, I don't know if you've seen this yesterday, but we talked about, like, we would at least like to see the line get one series if no one else did on offense. Mm-hmm. Would, you, would you Would you
5: agree with that? Um honestly no because and I know it's just kinda you then. Everybody's like blasphemy. So but honestly, the and the main reason is because I wanna see is there a difference between Simeon and I can't think of his name right now. Uh Browning. Browning. Good lord. It's a gun and I can't even think of You want them to
3: have the exact same opportunities last week to this week with the second team and then the third team. Exactly. That's fair. All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling in. Uh, Hopefully my internet don't fuck up again, but thank you. I called him real quick, Greg. I was like, I'm going to have to restart my computer. Greg,
1: I went solo for
3: the time
2: being, man. I I, I picked it up.
3: Greg's used to jerking off himself. Yes,
2: yeah. I am. All right it's there. Solo, buddy.
5: It's great solo. Yeah. Yeah, solo. Take care, buddy. <laughs> a- Z Z, Z. Hey see
0: you
5: guys.
3: That segment was brought to you by orange juice. wasn't. No,
5: no,
3: no, no. That's a lie. I don't know what it was brought to you by bro. It wasn't brought to us by anything. We kind of fucking sponsors, Greg. Exactly right. <laughs> well, but
1: anyway maybe we get Kroger milk to sponsor us. You know, I thought maybe
3: Joe would hop back in at some point or Chop would hop on. Everybody's letting us down, Greg. We got like three. What are we supposed to do for three hours? I know you're going to get something to eat probably. Well, no, no. I
1: actually get you get you some ass out of the fridge. I have to attend to something tonight with with Chop. So what I have to attend to something tonight to watch the game. Oh, yeah. See what time you guys doing that. Well, he's meeting me halfway, then we head over, I meet him around 6.20, he's picking me up somewhere, so.
3: Oh, you're so, you're keeping these secrets, Greg, you're keeping it like so secretive, you're like, oh, we're meeting oh, somewhere. He ain't great. coming to my house and all that, it, 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 and we're coming in my bed. No. Well,
1: you're certainly not
3: getting him his chopped cheese sandwich, he's never getting that son of a bitch.
1: No, nah, he'll get it, man. When I when I get the chance, yeah. That's another thing. Me and Chop have a Reds game tomorrow night, so I got to see I see Chop today and tomorrow, man. Oh, you're getting just a double chop. I'm getting double chop, bro.
3: Yeah, you guys are probably like you guys are basically. Because you're, are you still on my best friend?
1: I don't know who's best friends with who. I'm best friends when I see the friend. I take the patch off and I rip it off. I'm like, okay, you're my best friend, or it's James, or it's somebody, man. I'm just kidding, man. Y'all, <laughs> we'll have friends.
3: to get sashes.
1: Yeah. No, man, you're all my best friends. Hey,
3: you all know I'm a best friend slut. Clark yeah. Harris, best friend.
1: Yep, best friend. St.
3: Graham, best friend.
1: Yoshi <laughs> Bosh no, soon to be best friend.
3: Oh uh, no, you're soon to be restraining <laughs> order. Right, exactly. So yeah, actually, it's true with all that.
0: Stuff.
3: <laughs> How's, so. How long? But over under? How many months before the restraining order? I'm setting it at
1: two months. Well, see, look, I am going to taste the Bengals, and a lot of times the rookies hang out, so I got to be careful with myself here. Oh, like,
3: when is that? That's when the, the restraining
1: 20, order. the twenty eighth of this oh. month.
3: Oh God! Oh, that's like a couple weeks. That restraining order set in like
1: so. That months. restraining order? No, it's going to happen at the end of the month, probably. Greg's gonna be like,
3: sign my titties, Yoshiva. And
1: then, yeah, right? No, dude. Oh, dude. If I see, so so. I know James is gonna be there. Berber's gonna be there. Oh, they're probably gonna get their cameras. Out. Oh, they're, they're probably gonna have to tie me up or something. Or they're probably something. gonna be like, Yoshi, is your biggest fan. Yeah. No. No. I think that. No. I, I guarantee you that's probably gonna happen at all that. He's so. probably
3: not gonna. He's probably gonna skip the
1: event. He might not skip the event. Like, like I know, like the big name players will probably leave after that, but the rookies sometimes hang around. So who knows? Uh, you know. But if I if I if I, if I get see Yoshi, if I get to see I, I didn't get the VIP ticket. I still get general admission, but some of the players still walk around. If I get to see Yossi and get my picture, that's an A-plus for me. If not, I'm still going to chow down all the food around there, man. I'm going to be – There you go. That's what you that did
3: last year, right?
1: Oh, I stuffed the hell out of myself. My thing is, this is kind of ironic, but Tom and she, a grilled cheese place, that's yeah, actually but... my favorite place to, to I
3: know. You were telling me last year. Z. Greg, I remember.
1: I don't think you did, man. You don't remember half the things I tell you. I'm just kidding. Child, please. Child, please. Uh, but no, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Be on the lookout, everybody. It could happen the twenty eighth. Be on the lookout. Uh,
3: Greg, I was trying to listen listen back to some of that episode, and we start talking about ass and
1: your friend. Dude, I listened to that. I listened to that yesterday. Yesterday, before I went to. I, I couldn't go to sleep. I was cracking my ass <laughs> up. That one might have been the funniest episode ever. The look on Strawberry's face. He's like, "What
3: the hell are you talking about?" Yeah, I never thought we could embarrass. Jeff's that
0: bad, but man, Never at when, all, in my When life. I read yeah. when I read that
3: strawberry ice urban dictionary,
1: I
0: <laughs> oh oh was god. very
1: embarrassed. I mean, no, that just went so off topic, dude. That was one of the funniest episodes ever, man. I mean, oh my god. Uh, I had fun,
3: man, because it was a it was a very challenging week.
1: It, it was a, a lot uh,
3: of challenging weeks. Well, me. I've going through a bad
1: I had a headache I was dealing with at work and I'm trying to get stuff done, and man, I just had to leave at one, and I, you know, I put my head down. And I was feeling better, and all that. That you called me like, "Hey man, you want to do a show?" I'm like, "You know what? What the hell, man!" And that dude, that show picked me up, man, big time. Well,
3: it just reminded me instead of so Wednesday because I wasn't like it was just chopped then, and it's like, well, shit, I need to show up if we're gonna do it because no one right. has, you know, because you were at camp, right? So you didn't know how you service this, that, and the other would work out too. So it's like, all right, I did it. I laughed. Then I was one. I was like, let's do an episode Thursday. We normally don't. I was like, because I need that outlet, which is the whole reason that I love doing this so much, was because it's such a great like outlet for stress. Like you can laugh, you can have fun. That's a whole part of the show, man. You fuck. That's what like shit. I've cried on here. I've laughed. Like that's why I love the show, man. I love the community that we built through this show. So I never want to go without mentioning that too much because it's awesome man you guys are awesome people in the chat are awesome we've had awesome guests on we and we're gonna have parker on uh, tomorrow night parker blake loved him like i've been talking to him some in the dms he's like dude i love that you shout you know he's like you always shout me out and like and it's like dude that's what it's about i was like you're a lot younger than me parker i'm like Dude, you know your shit, and you're gonna do a lot of great things in your life. Yes. And you're gonna be way bigger than the show ever could be. Like you're already like absolutely, there, basically,
0: absolutely. Like,
3: cause you know he's like, oh, I just want you know when to get to like you got. I'm like, dude, you're gonna way exceed yes. it. I said, and I'm here for it because you put in the work, and you're just a genuine good dude. And I think he's gonna be here for the Ravens game too from Utah. So,
1: I'm well, par- no, I'll tell you a quick Parker's story. I first saw him on a show. I forget whose show it was. I first saw him on a show. I know he's
3: he's a podcast slut like myself.
1: Andy. No, no, well, no, no. Right after, that, like, I, I tagged him. I didn't know who he was at the time, but I tagged him. and He messaged me and he said, "Hey, man, how did I do tonight?" I'm like, "Wow!" I be like, I've never seen a guest of my life message me say, "Hey, how did I do?" By the way, yeah. I mean, he Parker cares. He wants to let everybody know, "Hey, am I doing this right?" I mean, he's a very hum- Parker's a very humble dude and all that. I'll give him credit, man. All the world apart.
3: Yeah, and then meet him in person, man, he's awesome. Yes. Like- and you know, he was just like. Basically, we both kind of was like, "Yeah, it's just it's a big family. Like, we're Absolutely. the biggest family." And I hope the people that have been able to meet us feel the same way because, you know, even on here it feels like that. But when you meet in person, man, it don't feel. It's like, oh yeah, dude, right. you know. And then it's just like you're just part of the crew.
1: Well, Dale, man, you know when you when you still was on Bruce and we started, hey, let's meet up for a picture at halftime. And I I tagged a couple. I, I mean, I, I tagged like six seven people, dude. All the people that showed up, I'm like, holy crap, and all that. That was awesome, man. Seeing a bunch of people and all that at the throne, that was awesome, buddy.
3: Yeah, like I'm like I'm naturally a shy person. It's one mm-hmm. of the reasons that I like to have some drinks here and there. Mm-hmm. It's because it helps me not be so shy. Like I grew right. up, dude, super shy. Oh, like I've come out good. of it as I've gotten older and stuff, but it, you know, it's it's hard. It's always it's not easy for me to just be like, hey, you know, hey, you know. <laughs> Even when I'm at games and stuff, it's not always easy to just be like, eh, you know. And some people probably, and then if you ever meet me in person, and you're like, oh, he was kind of, it's just, it's just I'm shy. Like I don't know what to say, or you know, I feel almost overwhelmed sometimes. Like right. and just minor things, and it's like it shouldn't be that. Yeah. So never take it personal if you think I'm like being weird or something. But it's just more me, like, just kind of. Yeah. I get type it, myself type person you know
1: i totally get it man i totally get it buddy i get that way too around some people sometimes man but i tell you what being around all the fame but like all the bangle friends man it's helped me a lot big time man you know i mean it's yeah. a- and then and, a- and then like
3: fun. but then like you know I may, I may be like that and then it's like oh i get to know you know what i mean and then it's just, right. like, just part of the crew and
1: exactly exactly
3: i love, man. It. I love it i appreciate it i just mm-hmm. always I never want to do too many shows without saying how much I appreciate everybody because there is no show without people watching. No, no, there isn't, man.
1: There isn't. Absolutely.
3: Me and, and Greg sitting here talking to each other. We might as well call each other on the phone, you know, if no one was watching. So
4: I appreciate absolutely. you
3: guys tune in. You know, you spend your time tuning in to watch us, support us in that way. And that just means a lot to me. Uh, I did see this comment, man, because it goes right back to the T. Higgins right here. Oh. So Benzo Mims was cut by the Lions, like. He was just traded, right? Like, he
1: just got traded,
3: yeah. Man, that guy cannot
1: like I don't I, know what
3: the deal with Mims. I, I'm is. so glad the Bengals I didn't liked. The, I liked him coming out too. I liked him more, but I liked Mims also.
1: No, I wanted Mims. I will be the first to tell anybody. I mean, look, I'm not gonna I'll be honest, I wanted Mims really badly. So I I'm thought part- our pick
3: in the second round was gonna be Mims because I thought the Packers I had the Packers taking Higgins in like ninety percent of the mock drafts I did it would work out to where I just had right. Higgins is going to go to the Packers instead. They're like, Oh no, we're going to take Jordan love and get, I still don't agree with that. And I think they would love to have T Higgins Oh, easily. When One T time. didn't go out of the first, uh, didn't get picked in the first round dude. Mm-hmm. that, that night I put on, I was like T Higgins. It's like, you got to take T Higgins. I'm like, Joe Burrow and Tay Higgins, man, and, and then boom, and then Logan Wilson in the third, Akeem Davis Gaither in the fourth. Like, they started that whole – I mean, that that was – this Bengals team started right then and there in that draft. Like, And then they started doing free agency, and then they had more good drafts. And it's like, right. man, but, like, it just worked out. Thank you, Green Bay. Thank you for being dumbasses, Green Bay. Thank you.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah, I'll take it back even further, man. Let's see. I'm going to test. put you to the test here. 2006, there was a guy to Georgia I wanted. His name was Leonard Pope, big tight end. And we had a great history with Georgia guys and all that and stuff. I wanted him so badly. The second round came. I'm like, oh, we got Leonard Pope. I remember how pissed off I was. I'm like, Bengal select Andrew Whitworth. I'm like, God, I don't want Whitworth. This is stupid. <laughs> I hate this pick. This is stupid. Stupid. So that was the one. So I always put that to my head. Remember yeah. that time, you know, when you got Man. pissed off, Greg? So yeah, I, I can maybe you plenty of times where you know I was so glad I was wrong, you know. Uh, so it's stuff like that that I keep trying to tell myself at times.
3: I was like over the moon when we got Ray Maluga, and not that he was awful, but that was one that he never lived up to what I thought because I was <laughs> like he was top ten, top fifteen hype. Oh my god! Get him in the second round. I'm like,
1: oh fuck, we got- are. I wanted to trade back at one point to get Maluga. The one I wanted was Connor Barwin. You're coming out of UC, but well, I, I wanted uh, the
3: the little animal, James Lornidas, who went.
1: Of course, save. you did.
3: I hey, I, like I like Lornidas. I like Lornidas. He was good. he had a better career than Maluga.
1: Right? No, no Maluga, dude. I, I was running around like a maniac, man. We got Maluga, man. As much as I wanted Barwin, I'm like, holy crap, Maluga fell to us in the second round. Sign me up for him, man. And, he had like a he had like you know he was okay but he came in at the wrong time man he was an old school linebacker he couldn't cover remember those playoff games uh, who was that guy for the Texans he was like their fifth string quarterback what was his name that he oh, T.J. T.J. Yanks. He <laughs> tore Maluga up like crazy Maluga was like this and I mean well, Maluga's not watching or anything but yeah no. he's a he's a huge fan of the show because no no but no Maluga he was great on running plays but. He just uh, he just came in at the wrong time for a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh,
3: man, but that that was one of my bigger misses. Now, I also remember when we got Jerome Simpson. How pissed I
1: was
5: on oh, the other end one. of it.
1: That Mar- oh, Marvin Lewis knew Deshaun Jackson. He knew him, and Deshaun Jackson was still playing. You're why in the world? That one hurt. I like Deshaun
2: Jackson. You gotta take the and you
3: take a receiver in it. And I, I had no clue that then who drew him, him.
1: No, you know, I swear this was true. He was driving with his family in a car somewhere. He didn't because he didn't think he was going to get drafted that day. And his, he was in the car with his family. They had to pull over and all that for him to take a phone call. I, th- I swear I think that's what happened, uh, reading right. about something like that. But Lima Sweet was another one I wanted that year. But – um,
3: oh, oh! I think I liked him
1: too from Texas, and he was terrible with the Steelers. <laughs> he <laughs> he dropped a huge interrupt. touchdown pass against us in the end. zone. I remember. I think we won that game. Then he dropped a huge touchdown. I totally remember. Yeah, it. I, I never
3: like. I'm like, hey, yeah, I thought this guy was gonna be good. He sucked.
1: no, yeah, he was gonna be good. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Like, were you big on Andre Smith, uh, or were you, or were you, were you happy or sad about Andre Smith?
3: I, I was kind of neutral on it. Mm-hmm. I was like we I knew we needed a tackle real, I like I wanted yeah. a tackle. I just didn't know who was gonna and what's crazy is he ended up actually having the best career of the tackles.
1: No, that. People right. get on Andre all the time. He was one of our best right tackles at one point. No, now remember that year he was a free agent. We were about to draft Menelik Watson. I remember Paul Alexander said to him, Menelik and Menelik Watson man was got off after one year he was out
3: of the league. I think Jim, but- we re-signed Andre and we drafted
1: Gio. Yes, we did. We 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 were so close. He said, Menelik Watson out of Florida State." We yep. said they had Watson at the top of their board, and because and, uh, Andre Smith kept wanting a contract, and he finally caved in the last second of that day. But speaking of that year with Gio, it
3: worked out though. That's the thing; it, it, it worked did. out because Menelik Watson, like you said, didn't do shit, and Gio is one of all of our favorites. Like, and he he was Gio was. I I've said this before. I'll say it again. I would love to see Gio in this offense.
1: Oh my dude, dude Geo's offense. I mean, as a blocker, not even like as a pass catcher or his running. Him as a blocker, man. Like I said, I keep telling you, Geo, man. He was He was one of the, he was such a good blocker. Tough he dude, tough, tough, tough. He was not bad. the biggest guy. Didn't no. give a fuck. No, he didn't care at all. You all that, Geo, man, just was one hundred percent. Does Geo belong in the Ring of Honor?
3: God, that's a tough one. I would say he won't get in. No, uh, but he should be. Man, I don't know. His stats probably just aren't even good enough, nah. you know. Gosh, like ring of my heart. He's in the ring of my heart. There we
1: go. Let's put it that way. Ring of my heart. I, I like that. I like that, Dale. I like that. But you were that other draft last one year. I remember Duke Tobin hardly says anything, but they asked him one time on a show, is there one player you wanted so badly? And they did say they wanted the Honey Badger. Gosh, dude, that
3: would hurt me, too, because I was like, dude, that's
1: so much talent Hunt, know, me and My
3: brother, My brother, I think, was even more pissed than I
1: was about that. What them. was your take on – did you like Marcus Hunt? I didn't hate it, but he had – Yes, I, remember, I fucking hated that pick. He's 26 years old. Right, he was old. But I remember, remember Hard Knocks, what's his name? Uh, uh, Zimmer said he looks like J.J. Watt on there a couple of plays, and I was, like, getting fired up. But I just remember, who was that one fullback we had? We cut him. He came out of UK, they called him John Connor. I just remember I was he, say we had
3: Caleb like Presley. Uh we had remember, because Hard Knocks. Yeah, th-
1: that was the first hard knocks with Presley. Yeah, I do remember that. It was it came down between, but the second hard knocks that came down between John Connor and Orson Charles. I was a huge Orson Charles fan. Hugh Jackson liked him a lot. Because remember in Hard Knocks, like John Connor said, What did I do wrong? And Marvin said, You did nothing wrong. At all but he was so
3: crib said he is very close to coast Carolina where he lives and he knew who Jerome Simpson was and he still said <laughs> He knew he said, Hey we'll always have the flip
1: though. We'll no that flip was amazing. I he
3: was naturally athlete wise dude was a freak athlete.
1: No he, he he was man he was a very freak athlete Jerome Simpson was he just couldn't you know he just he didn't have any he didn't have the hands and that's yeah. important for a wide
3: receiver.
1: Right, you you you, you kind of need that, buddy. He was yeah.
3: great, except his hands. Yeah,
1: yeah, you kind of need that, man. I'm, well, now let me ask you this, man. Let me go way back. Like, remember we he was a one year rent player. What was your take on Lavernius Cole's? I was happy because remember we lost TJ. I didn't know whether to be yeah, happy.
3: was his prime. I, I, he, I didn't like that he was the guy we brought in. I was he, hoping he could fill in like for a year and be decent, but yeah, we knew I he. didn't have high expectations. And somehow he was a little worse than my expectations. Right. I well,
1: I I, I just remembered he came out of that draft class with Peter Work and Ron Dugans. Better we drafted both those guys, and Lavernius Cole's went to the Jets. And he actually was decent with the Jets. He had a couple of good years with the no,
3: Jets. No, that's what I mean. He wasn't bad then. I thought he was just washed at the point that we got him.
1: Right. No. No. I I hear you on that. I hear you. Yeah. Like I said. You know, it was it was just a rent for one year. What's like Brandon Lafell, you know, we knew he was gonna be we were just desperate because we, we lost Marvin Jones. We didn't really get anybody in the draft we wanted, so we had to like take and you know what Lafell wasn't terrible. I I didn't know but No, uh, he was mad. He, he was mad, mad, but it's not, he was he was a grilled cheese.
3: Yeah, he's a grilled cheese. He's
1: cheese. I mean, you know that doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it's like Yeah, yeah. He's eh, I don't want
3: to say chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup, will, you know, is clutch at times. Huh? Oh, dude, it's
1: clutch when you have a cold, man. It's clutch. Yeah. It's clutch, man. At times, though, but at, time. at times, at times. At but times. Time.
3: is that you are gonna go out your way to just have chicken and like? No, man, I'm not gonna like Campbell's go chicken and noodles.
1: Right? Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm not gonna like you know. I'm not gonna like it. You know, you're gonna go round mean, it's chicken and noodles. That's different. That's busting,
3: As the kids say, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I hear what you say, man. I hear what you're saying, but no, no, no. Like I said, like you, you got me going on some of these random players back, man. I mean, you got me going on some of these guys. I mean, I, I, I could go. I have, to, I have to bring out
3: all my notebooks sometimes. We,
1: we, we see, seriously need I to have, have a, a, do a show. Sharing. We need to do a show like biggest random Bengals players or like players that were drafted. were like, you know, we didn't want this guy or something like that. We need to have some type of because we could go on for two or three hours with something yeah, like that, man. No
3: doubt. People be like, ah, oh, this is the worst content ever. Look at this fucking guy.
1: Oh, my God. Hey, he got,
3: oh, long enough that he made it. That's a hey. diva.
1: Hey, hey, diva chop, where you been, man? How's it going? I Thank was you. at the uh,
2: gender identity clinic with my son.
3: I thought it was for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was for me. That way I <laughs> can transition because, Dale, you're heterosexual, and I was thinking about getting with you. God
0: damn it. You're
3: I know, my
2: I know how much you you like the women, folks. So I thought maybe I could become one.
3: I'm gonna eat that pussy chop.
2: You'll eat this fucking pussy and like it. I'm keeping the beard though. I don't care. I hope that's okay.
3: I don't care. Just keep those uh, nipples pierced.
2: Fucking a, hey, those ain't for show. Those are for go. What did I miss? Uh, I, I popped it on for a little bit in the lobby, but it was so much back and forth in there. I was, so we did the show, half an hour,
3: like, you know, he said he had, which was great. And then the minute he gets off, like, I freaks.
2: Yeah. my computer oh, froze, like, so it was yesterday. just Greg? Yeah, so yeah.
3: I called Derek, and I'm like, I'm going to restart my computer. I'm like, can you hop in? Because, you know, Derek was willing to hop in earlier, but I was like, I got it. Which is, sound, his sound was good. Yeah, look what. Greg, my connect found yep. me. He found me my microbo honey
1: barbecue with I think Martin we're Harrison, some of those Jr. tonight. Yeah, I'm the chip dealer, buddy. I, I deal stuff. I find it. He said he'd find it. Greg
2: was almost
3: offended when I was like, "Joe and Cap live in Columbus," and he's like, fucking fuck
1: you." No, like, don't fuck ever, fe- Dale. Don't ever underestimate the chip dealer ever again, man. Because I will find it. we well, find I mean,
2: me some of I- them. Who knows?
1: You're the, they're not out yet. You know that's a Pittsburgh-based company. Yeah, I company. know it's a Pittsburgh-based. Wait, yeah. wait, let me see what this company's based off in. Hold on for a sec. On oh, that it's to. Cincinnati. Oh, it's Cincinnati, you're good,
3: Dale. I'm actually excited to try these because gripas in general are fucking phenomenal. Oh, dude, hot honey barbecue. I've never, I've never had that flavor. I'm neither
1: have I. Yeah. So, Chuck... So
3: yeah, like, I Frank
1: would, said, how many bags you want? I was like, two, because I'm going to eat one. I might right. save one. If one. it's really good, I'll
2: probably eat them both. Because let's That's be honest, right. I'm a fat ass. Yeah. So I'll probably eat them both. You got to look at the glass half full, Dale. If you eat the bag, you can frame the packaging. You know what I mean?
3: That's true. I didn't even think of that
2: with the Uno chips. You can't, you can't hang a bag of chips on the wall. But if you eat the bag of chips, I you could. can just, like flatten it out and put yeah, it in uh, a, a frame I, yeah. and hang it up. Which would look beautiful on your wall. Never thought that, Chop. See, where yeah. were you last year? I was sitting in my basement, feeling sorry for myself, weighing five hundred fucking pounds, and smoking three packs of cigarettes <laughs> a day, waiting to die.
3: Damn, you just made me want a cigarette.
2: <laughs> <I> no. <know.
3: laughs> well, that's what I took out of that.
2: I want a cigarette too, but I'm not gonna have one. I am. <laughs> yeah. I'll
3: have a piece of cake.
2: I bet you will, Craig. Oh
3: man. Hey, when we oh, go over, we're Chop. Oh, did you did you get to listen to any of that? No.
2: no. Was he talking oh, to Hamilton? I, I've
3: got a clip. It no, it's 39 minutes in. I even know now. I've got a clip. I got to go to YouTube. I know it's 39 minutes in. Greg says, "Yeah, I, I, I got uh I don't know how you said it, Greg. Do you remember exactly how you said it? Wait, what? Uh,
1: recap a little bit here uh- about
3: the." You said I've
1: got a piece of something. Oh, I got a piece of ass in the freezer and strawberry the was like, What the hell is going on here? And you like, Greg, you don't reverse it. You don't say it like that, man. People are gonna think you're dumb or something.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, he
1: I was like I
3: was like, cake refer like cake, cake is like, hey, I'm gonna give you pieces, of this cake is like <laughs> I'll right. hey, give me some of this ass, but you can't say like hey, I've got some sliced up ass in my fridge.
2: I'm hoping yeah. we're going over to Santori's tonight, and I'm hoping Santori serves us up some nice ass.
3: You're not supposed to say that, Steve. Like, Greg, Greg <laughs> come on, Greg said,
2: oh, well, me and Chop got a thing, and we're meeting at a place.
3: <laughs> like, Greg was very secretive. I didn't know if anybody was <laughs>
2: secretive about
1: it or not. Now everybody else is. <laughs> well, what else.
2: Well, everybody's going to show up at Santori's fucking apartment now.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Dale. I mean, you not, Santori, someone, not hey, Santori's what? apartment. I guess what?
3: Guys, I wasn't invited.
1: Because you never come. You're invited. <laughs> I
3: did last night. No, so.
2: Oh, you lucky bastard. I didn't. Well, maybe I did, but it wasn't from the same way you did. Maybe <sighs> mine just happened to be the internet.
3: That's usually the internet. Yeah. He's got... Yeah, it's true. He's got ass in the freezers. Yeah. Sliced up ass, too. Well, here, I'm going to show you guys a sample. Hold on, give me a sec
0: here.
2: Yeah, go get some of that ass, Greg.
3: Well, it started because he burped real loud, and I was like, what the hell, Greg? Your, his pin's not hiring you as a sideline reporter." For the
2: podcast listeners, Greg has turned off his camera because he's uh, currently getting a piece of ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's back. That was a quick piece of ass. Now he's showing us a piece of ass. It's it's ass. A nice piece of ass. Oh, you like? You got some chocolate this time, huh? I got some vanilla in
1: the freezer, too. But hey. I, also, I also like it when it has flowers on it, too. I like Greg it not discriminating. I got a good, I like a good flower ass. Yeah. So, like,
3: girls that get tattooed, like, flower tattoos on their ass, Greg's all about it.
2: Vanilla and chocolate don't
3: discriminate.
2: Hey, I need a piece of chocolate ass. You know what I'm saying? I love some chocolate ass. God dang. I I
3: honestly, if I have ass, it's only chocolate. Right.
2: Fucking jolly in the same boat. Been a while. Ready for some cake. No, Which makes me wonder that. do you want cake or you now, want to Jolly ask me? had the comment
3: of the day yesterday when he said and I was like for the podcast listeners, Jolly says, Greg, I also enjoy eating ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the look on strawberry's face is like, what the hell, man? What the yeah, hell? Yeah,
3: now, and then I read the urban dictionary term of strawberry ice for him.
1: Well, well, well strawberry was, was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry looked oh. embarrassed, man. I never thought we'd ever get Jeff embarrassed.
2: Please. We, we, yeah. There's nothing to follow up a nice piece of ass like a strawberry ice. Yeah. Nice. After you're done with your ass eating it nice eating some ass, you want to hook it up with the strawberry ice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Greg. What do you think, buddy? You gonna have a piece of that
1: ass tonight? Yeah, if I get it depending on what Santori kind of ass Santori has at his house. So
2: yeah, if you want me to stop on my way to get you, Greg, I'll stop and when I get to, when I get to you, I can give you a piece of ass
1: we Will do, buddy.
2: Like, I'll get some, and then you can eat my ass. Or you can eat Santori's ass. <laughs> why, you know, don't, why don't you want to eat any of Greg's ass? I'll what like about, Greg's a, what ass. about a
1: piece of strawberry ass?
2: Greg's ass? You, Greg, your ass looked pretty good when you showed it there a minute ago. I like no your way. ass. Even though it's plastic. It's, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to thaw it ass. out, though. It's a little bit of a cold ass, but a, I'll eat your ass. You warm it you know, up, you have hot ass. ass. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah it could I warm it up. up. I think I've eaten it cold a couple of times. She's got to chew it really hard. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> I've never chewed it. <laughs> Greg, don't use your
2: teeth. When you're eating my ass, it's nice and moist. I got a moist ass. You want to get my nice, moist. Uh, ass. It makes moist.
1: You just got to let it thaw out more. Right.
2: Well, my ass comes already moist.
1: Your ass.
5: Does.
2: No thawing required. If you want to, Greg, you can eat my ass on the way to Santori's house. No, you, dear, guys buddy.
3: Could, you guys could share a piece of ass. Right.
2: Hey. I'll be driving, but if you want to spoon feed me your ass on the way, that'll be fine with me too.: We'll do I'll be busy. Can I piggyback on it? You can feed my, you can feed your ass to me. All right, cool, man.
3: Like you eat the ass and then chop eats the ass and then right. you, yeah. even you can and then eat
2: my ass taste the and, ass: And then I'll eat your ass, and then we'll go up to Santoris and we'll both eat his ass. There we go. <laughs> Motherfucker's just tuning in. Yeah, we talk bangles. We're talking cake people we're talking cake you know,
1: there was a sign that that I have somewhere there is a sign you just hold up and it says I came for cake I came for ass <laughs> yeah I came right yeah. I don't know where it is, but I'm damn well going to find it and put it in my background. Or Greg, something.
2: we got to open up a fucking food truck that just sells cake and ride around like, we'll call it piece of ass. Yeah, piece of ass. Get your piece of ass over
1: here. You King guys are right.
3: going to get arrested. Hey, we're
1: just driving around selling right. ass. We're selling ass. Yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. Poor That's going to go right really well. I mean, give me a break, bro.
2: Sell that ass. Your mom will be proud of you. Like, what are you doing, Greg? I'm starting my own business. Mom, I'm selling that ass. You want some? You could give your mom a piece of ass.
3: Oh no, Greg's giving his <laughs> mom a piece of ass.
2: <laughs> hey, Greg, you can uh, you can give your dad a piece of ass too if you want. Yeah, why
3: would I say? Hey, Ken says, can you imagine someone just clicked in?
5: <laughs> yeah, right. a few
3: moments of ass eating. Yeah, no. I'll, no, no, no. I'll, I'll be honest with you. There was about three or four viewers, and they all dropped off pretty quickly. Ken, yeah. it actually did happen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because we can see that at the top <laughs> people don't want to talk they tune in for ass and bruise
3: they were like oh it's they're talking pre-game before the game tonight we're like
2: "Yeah, get your like, mind out chop's
3: going to eat the ass then greg's <laughs> going to eat it then satori's going to get a taste of the ass
2: <laughs> right we're all going to be eating ass up there for some reason kieran didn't want to go for the ass eating man kieran's missing out I know. Yeah. if yeah.
3: anyone was going to eat a guy's ass i would have thought it would be kieran
2: yeah yeah, Uh if Kieran wanted to, I'd bring him some of my ass, and he could eat my ass. <laughs> Greg, I'm sure that anybody's—you got enough ass in your freezer, you could share. People can. I got five. Right. I got five or six pieces left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Five or six pieces.
3: How would
2: you ass. like to go grocery shopping with Greg? Frozen cake and milk. <laughs> hey. And, yeah, and, and, and,
1: and, cheetos. and cheetos. <laughs> cheetos. Cheetos. And no, no. Dude. I went all the way to Party Source to get that Bud Light. There was, I was so ticked off. I'm like, they lied to me. They said there was Bagels Bud Light. They lied to me. These stupid idiots. And then all of a sudden, there's the cold section you have to go through, and oh, I start.
3: All I know is you better watch out because Kid Rock might come in your house start shooting this fucking. Right. Start watch shooting
5: them up. <laughs> yeah, not
3: we're not anymore. touching that one, are we? Okay, moving along. So, oh. Chop, who are you looking forward to watching tonight during the tonight? Big season <laughs> Oh
2: man, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing my boy DJ Burner again. I'm also looking forward to I specifically
3: to skinner- I specifically asked Matt Hamilton about him. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, he hits fast and shit and looks good. There's, but you know who
2: Greg asked about? Uh Brad Robbins. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's good. Uh Chuck Sizzle. Yep. DJ Ivy. Nope. Chase Brown. Nope. (laughs) It's not Andre Yosivash, is it?
1: Somewhat.
3: First time (laughs) ever. No, what did he say, Greg?
1: He said everybody is just amazed how good he is. He said
3: throughout the building, everyone mentioned him. Greg did. This is exactly what Greg did, too. I just started laughing while he was answering that. Greg got so excited. He's like, everybody talked about him. He, I can't remember all the people he said, but like all the players, hey, everybody that they talked this clip, about. Just clip,
2: clip that, Dale. They, hey, they asked Jamar Chase. I think it was, uh, was it Kay Adams that asked Jamar Chase, who's the biggest standout in camp this year? And guess what the answer was? DJ Turner. Fucking DJ Turner.
3: He has looked good, and that's that was one of the people I said I was most excited to see because if the first team's getting one series, that one series he's in over Cheetos, so I think they'll try to throw at him potentially,
0: yeah.
2: mm-hmm, and good. he's
3: going to pick off Desmond Ritter.
2: That'll be great. and I'll, We're going to have, have a DJ
3: Turner, Burner, Juan Drago, Burner pick six.
2: Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that shit. Goddamn! God. Also, down. I'm looking forward to. See, I want to see if Miles Murphy's going to make us move forward
1: because he, he needs to. I said that to myself. He needs to. Definitely needs to show up more. He definitely needs to show up, a big time. So yeah, Miles Murphy. He didn't really do anything. Let's see what he does today. I want like to see Murphy
3: it. bounce back on defense and Chuck Sizzle do I, a little. bit. That's what I was going
2: to say. The next one was going to be Charlie uh, Chuck Sizzle because he didn't do much in the first scene. Sure. You know, and I and Dustin mentioned him as well. So I think they, I
3: think us and the chat are all on the same page on what we're. A lot of them
2: to. get. They said they got that first NFL game jitters, but now they're sh- shooken off. So they they should go out there and play today.
3: Yeah, Chase Brown had that good catch, but as main touches as he had, he should have had more production, especially if he wants to be running back too.
2: What's the shit I'm reading about Chris Evans? Like they're talking about he could possibly be the number two, or the third down back. He's always had the talent. I mean, honestly, like I I just have a hard time seeing him bring it together because they've been trying for so long. I mean, he flashed in the preseason, but, man, it's preseason. When he was in there, he wasn't going against number one. So, we'll see. I trust in the coaching staff, whatever they're going to do. but Greg, I saw you trying to leave me, so go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry.
1: No, I'm sorry, man. And... Go ahead. So, go. No, 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 no. Where you got to go, Greg? No, I just want to get a little nap in and all that. That's all. All right, go get your. Well, I was going to call
2: you after this anyway, because how far do you live from Kenwood Mall? Dude, man, you're not coming to my house. Why? You wants some ass. Bro? I got your address anyway. What's the fucking difference? If I want to go there, I can already go.
1: How the hell did you get my address?
2: Because I fucking sent that uh, something to you or something. Here, let me read it to you out loud. No, see? don't. No, 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 no. What? I believe you. I
1: believe you. Just come to my house if you want. That's fine.
2: I'll just pick you up there. Why drive to the mall? Plus, because it's fine. right up the highway. I'm trying
1: to do you a favor here, Chop. Oh, man. I don't give a shit, Greg.
2: All right. Yeah, just don't give out my address, please. Chop no. likes picking people up in big fancy and treating like, them like right. he did me. Jazzing up your neighborhood. Straight to my house. He picks I'll you up in big fancy, fancy up in there. He
1: wants us. I can't believe I'm saying this, in the library. Just pick me up around 630 or six four. No, no, pick me up around 620.
2: Hey, if I'm not t- saying it out loud, I'll just hold it up to the camera. You tell me if that's right. No,
1: no. no. <laughs> Clip it. No, yeah. absolutely not.
2: No, but I got it. I checked to make all sure right. I got it. I'll just all pick right.
1: up your you,
2: house same time we planned on, all right? All right, will do, buddy. You take care. Hey, right, Dale, you thank you, you so much, Dale. See you, Greg. Get that ass ready for me, too. All get right. it nice and thawed out. Get that ass ready.
5: As always, take
2: care, guys. meet your ass. See you, buddy. Bye. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, he was sweating, though. He's going to have to do
3: the interview on his own, he thought, for a little while. I know.
2: I saw that text from Joe, and I'm like, oh, shit. And then nobody was going to be able to start the show. And I'm like, Greg can't start the show. Did See, Derek Jolly come on at all? Jolly
3: would like the address. So. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'll Derek, put it I that.
3: had Derek come on when I froze. I was like, hey. The voice a- of Derek. I'm Yeah, so then he came on for, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. and The three of us were on after Matt left, so. Then we were just kind of bullshitting. I was like, I wonder if Job's going to come on. Shit, if I would have
2: been on there, fucking, they probably put a a TPO on me, so I couldn't get around K.
3: Well, I was just excited that guy said he used to be a scout for the Detroit Lions. I'm like, oh, "Ah,
2: did he really? Was he? That's right. Out my alley,
3: like a fucking NFL scout.
2: Hell yes. So is he going to come back on more?
3: I didn't ask,
2: and he said, "Kay said to tell everybody hi." So hey, yeah, that's what I said. If Kay Very wants much. to come, wants to come on the show, man. We'll have her. When the show ended, I said, "She don't know who the
3: hell we are or nothing about this show, but she heard the name of the show." Right. She, she wants to come over. on
2: here and crack open a fucking beer and have a beer with us, man. I'm I'm down for it. I'll yeah. call off work
3: for, for that one. That's the one time your greedy yes. ass. The queen of won't the queen take every you time you'll me? call off.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> uh yes i will i will
3: call off yeah you would have been like hey how many times have you thought about k setting on your face yeah right that would've, he would interview over
2: <laughs> yeah right uh something's going on with my connection here fellas
3: yeah <clears throat> but yeah i won't keep too long chop i know uh I know you and Greg have a hot date with each other. Yep. In Santori, if you leave now, all you can the get guys, there. all the guys are gonna be hanging out, and I'm just gonna be. Ain't here. even all the
2: guys. Me, Greg, and Santori. Everybody else That's said three. no. But they three. don't live around
3: here. That's three guys. That's three. Santori doesn't live
2: around here either. God damn, he lives forever away from me.
3: That's three more than I'll be hanging out with.
2: Yeah, well, you're invited.
3: Well, like I went and got food because yeah. Marissa is the roommate roommate uh, is at Cleveland she drove to Cleveland Clinic with her mom and dad drove them up there for an appointment for her dad this morning so it's like I'm in charge you know and I'm like I'm not cooking I don't cook chicken nuggets yeah
2: I mean yeah There's they didn't want pizza. that so I got pizza you know yeah I got pizza pizza's elite though pizza I get home cool. I'm like kids they're not home so you got come a whole home pizza. from school. they didn't come home from school what? Where'd well, they go? I mean,
3: well, the one, she's a senior. She gets out at like 1230. And she don't drive, but there's another girl who gets out at 1230. Like one of her best friends. But then apparently they picked Miley up at some point. Like, must have been after school? I don't I don't know. But no one I, told me any of this. So I all this food and there's no one here to eat it.
2: I saw Marissa's pictures, though, of them um, ready for school today. They look good.
3: Oh, I didn't get to see
2: any of that because I'm blocked. <laughs> I "Let me know if, if you want. And I'll take pictures of Marissa. Can <laughs> you send pictures of my face kids face to me? And send you the pictures of your kids.
3: I mean, we we live together, but I'm blocked. I'm like, could you unblock me sometime? Man,
2: I look. We talk about how you I'm and not gonna lie. Our, I started.
3: I blocked her first.
2: Like we, we do talk about how you and I our lives are a lot the same. Just I've already went through what you're going through, and I've been blocked several times. Like, all of a sudden, like, I wouldn't even know that I'm blocked. And it's like, you got a friend request from Sarah. I'm like, what the fuck? That's well, another good unblocked. one.
3: She's been known to lose things because she's very forgetful. <laughs> I wonder why. But, uh, so she calls me from her work phone yesterday. I'm at work. And she's like, yeah, I had uh, physical therapy about the headaches. She does, like, twice a week now. And, uh, and she went to the dollar store and stuff. Before she had to be at work, she's killing time. She went there, and she went somewhere and got a coffee. And, she was saying, and she's like, Well, I left my phone at one of those places. I'm like, Well, it'd probably be helpful, you know, if I had the find my phone thing that's naturally <laughs> on the phones, right? But you took that off, yeah, like for that reason, right? It's like,
2: Yeah, what? my kids got some I kind, kind of lifeline or something that they know where each other's at all the time, but they won't let me have it, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like,
3: I don't know, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Whatever. Oh. Roommates. You can't live with them.
2: And you can't afford to get rid of them. <laughs> you can't afford to get You can't pay the rent alone. <laughs> That's Damn. the way it was for me was so, nice. for a while, but everything worked out good for me. Yeah. But hanging in there. I
3: had a shit first, first week of work. Worse since my first right. year. Damn.
2: Today was bad too. At the end, toward the it,
3: it, the second half. Like a lot of that is there's things that was put in place that then don't happen once a new year starts. And you you know, start all over trying to get the things that the people need.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. He yeah. was there about 10 years ago. Me too.
3: Yeah. We'll see where it goes. But yeah.
2: Hopefully everything works out for you, man. Either way. Right. I'd pray for you, except I'm not religious. I'll make a prayer anyway. But hey,
3: I was—I was like, I'm not going to be able to watch the game. Bam!
2: Why would you not be able to watch the game?
3: I don't have. It's Paramount
2: Plus. The game's oh what? The game tonight's on Paramount Plus.
3: We're like local. You guys are local. I'm not local. Oh yeah, like with no channel twelve bullshit. I got cable or shit, anyways. But uh, yeah, my nephew just texted me. Yeah.
2: How's his first week?
3: I mean, probably not as bad as mine because you don't have the exact same right. responsibilities. But I mean, he pretty much has to deal with that kid.
2: Yeah, I'll, the kid yeah, wants admit. to take. Plus, off. he's not—he's not used to it either. Well, he gets to be good cop though. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. All right, well, it's better for I, him because he's not. Trained. I'm not
3: naturally like a fucking mean person, you know.
2: Right. You have empathy, but after it gets on your fucking nerves. Oh, man. yeah, when you get,
3: I hate you, you're a fucking idiot, you're retarded, which I hate that fucking word. Yeah, so but, do I. People you know, use it
2: at my job, too, and I hate it. When you hear,
3: you know, ah, whatever, saying too much. So, All right, well, go ahead end this one. I might give you a call and bullshit with you off air for a few minutes before you go make love to other men. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I told Greg. I said, "Oh yeah, yeah, you and Chop." Yeah, oh, always like, "Oh, and we're going to the Reds game tomorrow." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, still." My oh best yeah, we're friend. going to Reds game tomorrow. Still, my
2: best friend. Well, best move friend. all down here to Cincinnati, you know, and you could be doing all these things with us. And then Greg, Greg wouldn't say that you're his best friend though.
3: He said whoever he's with us is his best friend
2: at the time. Yeah, he's a right? best friend hoard like I am. He's See, a Greg best friend. Greg's a podcast whore and his best friend. I was just gonna say the same thing, man. He whores himself out on the podcast and the best friends. <laughs> but the yeah. only one that's jealous about is Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeff is he, might be, he might be jealous that Greg's got other best friends, but I don't care. I let Greg go. Let him do what he wants. If he really yeah. loves me, he'll come soar. back.
3: We let him soar. We I let, let him, our horse. Yeah. We let our horse fly. Spread those, those
2: wings. Spread those wings, Gregory. Spread those
3: wings and that ass. Fly
2: like a vulture.
3: Let everybody taste it. Greg. Yeah,
2: get spread that ass to everybody. We got a freezer full of ass. And he needs to find out who wants to eat that ass. Yeah, and who likes the taste of it. Why should we restrict that? Yeah, if you want to eat Greg's ass, just meet the guy. He'll let you. He's a oh, nice he's, guy. He's very friendly. He's very he friendly. He'll share his ass. You walk up to him. and like, "Hey, Greg, I heard you had some nice ass." And he'll say, "Yeah, I got some nice ass. Would you like to try it? Would you like to try this ass?" And then next thing you know, you are eating Greg's ass. Yeah, and everything mouthful good. ass. Right, got a mouthful. And it tastes maybe. and it tastes delicious, probably. Right. It looked like a good looking, good looking, tasty ass when he when he showed it on the on the screen earlier.
3: I mean, I haven't tried it. I've thought about it.
2: I would thought hate that it. ass.
3: I've thought about trying.
2: I'd have fucking got up in that ass like I had a search warrant. I
3: had to try it sometime.
2: Right. I don't. Hey, next time we all get together, you know, for your birthday, maybe you can eat Greg's ass for your birthday. Maybe he'll oh, make yeah. you a birthday ass. He'll give you some birthday ass.
3: Make me a birthday ass.
2: Make your birthday ass. Put a little candle huh. in it. You can blow it out.
3: I wonder how many people I could get to make me a birthday
2: ass. I'll give you a piece of ass if you want.
3: Everybody just bring me a piece of, a yeah. piece of ass mean, for my birthday. On,
2: I guess we'll have to bring Matt some ass, September too, because it's his birthday. We don't want him yeah. to feel left out.
3: Yeah, you'll have. I'll have to share the ass with Daniels yeah. hey, of bourbon.
2: Anybody that's in the chat and you coming down to the tailgate in lot one, make sure you bring Dale piece of ass. Yeah, nice piece eat your of ass,
5: ass but too. also bring
2: Bengals and Bourbon nice piece of ass, so you yeah. can both have if it. You before, want it if you, or we can share the piece of ass. Listen, basically, if you have a nice ass and you want Dale and Matt to eat your ass for the birthday, bring it mm-hmm. down to lot one. And if you don't mind bringing an extra piece, I wouldn't mind eating your ass, too, because I love eating ass. Yeah.
3: Yeah, three dudes eating your ass at once.
2: Right. We could all eat your ass. Santori probably have eat your ass. You know, Greg, he'll eat he'll eat your ass. I mean, honestly, if your ass is good, probably Jimmy, that
3: whole parking lot area will eat your ass.
2: Jimmy's mom was down there last time. She could have ate your ass. If you bring it. If you offer. You know. Sure.
3: Well, that's enough ass talk for the day. Right. The Bengals play at 7.30. Wait, I thought we were
2: talking about cake. We were. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead.
3: Bengals play at 7.30. <laughs> uh, we hope they do good. And we'll be well. Chop won't. He'll no. be with Greg. they will be with eating Greg. Yeah. Eating somewhere. Ass. They'll be eating ass. Actually, we're the, gonna get burgers.
2: Might get some ass after the game.
3: Yeah, Bur- burgers and then potential ass on the menu. It depends right. how might, things go.
2: We might get a little late night piece of ass.
3: Depends how the
2: night goes. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: But we will be back with Parker Blake. I think me and Joe and Parker. And I don't know if my brother David, he might show up. Popcorn, he might be there too.
2: Right. That's gonna I don't be know. A nice, I haven't talked that's to him. Be a good show. Might
3: text him. Might text him. See has been a while
2: since Parker was on.
3: I know, and I love Parker so much. We were talking about how great he is. So. and
2: he's a fucking O line guru. Uh,
3: dude knows the shit. So yes. I'm excited. Like, I'm not gonna pay that much attention to O line, but I'm gonna be curious to see what Parker says tomorrow. Exactly. Night. Yep. I don't even have to worry about thinking about it. I'm gonna be like, I'll get my rundown tomorrow. About the other line I can just watch skill positions.
2: You get you get to do zero research.
5: Yes. It's
2: perfect. Yeah. Just let Parker talk.
3: But thank you all for tuning in for Rails for Rails and I love y'all.
0: And imagine Chop's beard with your ass dripping like the part of your ass